everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. Just in case you haven't heard, tonight is our special look at Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem, which was the Days of Our Lives spinoff that aired this past week on Peacock with five edge-of-your-seat episodes. Before we get into it, though, let's check in on our co-host. Tiggs, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Casey. How are you this evening? I'm doing so very, very well. (laughs) Um, And then the always lovely, always handsome, his voice sends me to paradise and back. Rodrigo, how are you, baby? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. I literally can't. (laughs) (laughs) I need to call him on a separate line or something. Like, what is going on? And then ah. speaking of separate lines, the Carl Anderson, my Gloria Loring. Chaz, how are you, babe? I don't know who those people are. <gasps> I'm great, but I don't know who that is. Who well, is let's that? go to somebody who understands references and has their life together. Alan, how are you, babe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Doing well. Um, are you and John J. York DMing each other over your favorite <gasps> websites? Or? Oh, no. come on, girl. No, no, you know, you probably like you probably he probably would no, like. You leave Uncle Mac alone now, Casey. Yeah, I'm no, sure you do have alone. different categories, yeah. Alan. So. Let him enjoy. Alan ain't messing with nothing that get AARP child. <gasps> <laughs> Let that man go. Your ass, your ass will be 49 Put years, 364 days old, and Alan like motherfucker. You got 12 hours. You better come get it. Because once um, you hit 50, it's over with. <laughs> oh my God! Enjoy his own Go ahead and enjoy his own Enjoy his own And of course, as we already announced on Twitter and Facebook, we are so happy to have Emmy Morgan back as our guest co-host. She was here for the season premiere. She's back to talk Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem with us. Emmy, how are you? I am good. I'm loving the shade being thrown. Oh my God. It's everywhere today. I love it, honey. <laughs> love it. That's why people keep coming back every week. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, in the meantime, before uh, we hop into Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem, um, news broke today straight from her uh, personal Twitter account uh, that Dee has decided to left the show. Um, though it was a decision we were not made aware of until today, we do wish her luck. You can follow her to the TV Source podcast that they're relaunching. Uh, she's going to be the panel moderator. Um, so yeah, definitely give it a listen. Um, without further ado, we are also happy to welcome Emmy as a permanent guest co-host. She won't be here every week, but once in a while, she's going to drop in and have some fun with us. Alrighty, well, let's get into Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem. We have so much to unpack. Rodrigo, I want to go to you first. On a scale of one to five, where do you rate the Days of Our Lives spinoff? Uh, I would, pretty close to a five, like 4.98, because that, it was amazing. From episode one to the last episode, I was hooked. Every morning I woke up and I saw a new episode. And just to see the old, this, the old guard over there, um, I felt like I was a teenager watching Days again because to see Lisa Renna back as Billy 
and Eileen Davidson back as Kristen, and the fact that they brought her back, it made sense why they brought her back, because it would not have worked with Stacey Hyduke, and there's no shade of Stacey, but what they did with Eileen, especially with Lisa, was amazing. Uh, bringing it back to the Alemania, and uh, it was just old school days of our lives. Like the writers from Ron all the way down to Jamie, they just brought back that old school feeling of 80s, 90s, adventure days, and even to the intro to that Baywatch Nights meets Silk Stockings, whatever the fuck. Melrose Place. Melrose Place. I was like, okay. At first when I started, I was like, hmm. But I was like, okay, I see what y'all doing. I get it. And They have not one but two intros. They said, watch out, y'all. Right. (laughs) From Deirdre Hall and her opening, y'all can suck a fat one for those who hated that. Oh, I'm Uh, serious. Yeah. Fuck them. That was just monumental, just cementing Mm -hmm. that she is the face of Days of Our Lives and people to get into it. Uh, it's it was beyond my wildest dreams. I wish the other soaps to take notes, especially CBS, Paramount Plus, ABC, Hulu. There's some content to be made, and then there people at Days and NBC and Peacock are showing y'all that soaps are still alive, and you can do something with them, especially with the platforms that that are open right now. So. Kudos to the entire NBC team from Ken down to Ron. And I was amazed by all of it. So I want more. I want Beyond Salem's whatever. Oh, every summer I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, personal congratulations since we're a podcast, since we've all listened to Daytime Confidential for years, and we'll get into it later, but Congratulations to Jamie Giddens. What a debut to make um, in the daytime soap oh, game yes. with that perfect finale. Um, it was a very well-written script. Um, and you can tell it was him, which put the cherry on top of the Sunday. Um, anyway, let's go to you, Chaz. So interesting enough, as all of our listeners know, Chaz came on here to kind of be our B&B and Y&R guy. Um, but... He tuned in to Beyond Salem. So Chaz, on a scale of one to five, as a new viewer to this world of Salem, what do you give Beyond Salem? I'm going to get it a 4.8. <laughs> I thought it was great. Um, so like I, like you said, I don't have any reference to Days of Our Lives with the exception of the uh, uh, Devil Possession storyline where I watched, you know, I was like, I can't believe they're doing this, you know, on, on TV. So I watched back then, like, they ain't really doing this. And they was. I was like, it's pretty good. So I, that was my only frame of reference. And then watching a couple episodes because uh, Jackie Harry was on. And, of course, when Marla Gibbs came out, I'm like, okay, I got to watch that, right? So I didn't have any frame of reference whatsoever about any of these people. I didn't know nobody. I was like, okay, let me just watch it. So me not having any frame of reference, any history to the story, it was so good. Like the very first yes. episode I picked I picked up and I was like, okay, we got to find out where's these other stones at? You know what I'm saying? And it was taken off in different areas and, and it was really catchy. Like it was like, a, it was like almost like a brand new show. Um, I got to see my Amber Moore. I got to see um, Greg Rickhart to me, which was my favorite. Uh, his character, Leo, <clears throat> was my favorite. He was just hilarious. 
Um, I got to see, obviously, Eileen Davidson was there. Jack A. Harry was there. Um, who else did, who was, that I saw that I was like, yes, I can't believe I haven't seen them. Um, what about uh, Lisa Rinna? Uh, uh, yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> I am happy she's there. Um, I don't have a, I'm not, I wasn't really a Lisa Rinna fan, so I was just like, oh, who cares? But oh, I'm glad that she, it was funny. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Ricky! Oh, Ricky! 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 <laughs> Ricky! Yes. And his, um, his Russian-Mexican accent. Yeah, no, it was so funny because I looked at him twice. I'm like, I, it looked like Ricky. And then I had to look it up yeah. and say, oh, that is Ricky. And so I was just like, it, you know, I haven't seen him since he fell out that damn window. So um, it was so... I don't think they ever found that knife. <laughs> no, no, no. It was so good. Um, like I said, you didn't, in order for you to watch it, you didn't need to have a background in the days of our no, lives. Um, it, I, you know, every morning, well, actually during my lunch, what I did was, I was not normally watching Young and the Restless, no shade, but normally during my lunch, I would watch the Young and the Restless, right? So when it was on, I was turning on Peacock because I knew it came on that morning. And watch the new episode um, of it that every single day. But I love the way that was written. Um, I, I loved. I didn't know that. Oh Jesus! I can't the, remember their names. The two younger black people. What's their name? Oh, Eli and Lonnie. Eli, Eli, Eli and Lonnie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Lamone yeah. Archie. Yeah, I didn't know that they were, um, you know, like police officers or anything until they start mm -hmm. running after them. They was hot. I was like, okay, yeah, I like oh, them. Everybody on this panel, we love them so much. You don't like, remember Lamone yeah. from the Young and the Yeah, Rose I was gonna say Lamone was Mason. Remember, he was scamming. Him scamming and uh, Hillary show was in that hotel yeah. room. Yeah. Okay, I remember him now. Yeah, I didn't even really realize that that was him. Okay, so no, it was so good, so sure, so good. Sure, child, um, did you also recognize Eileen Davidson? I'm beginning to wonder. Like, <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing: I didn't recognize her at first. When, oh, when really? she came on as the nun or the nurse or oh, no, yeah. she came on as the oh, nurse. I was like, who was that? You need well, to wait, I'll tell you what. You we'll need into to YouTube some nineties days but, with Eileen Davidson when she was five characters at one I time. You need to YouTube that. Kristen, yeah. Susan, yeah. Mary Moira, Thomas, and Penelope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she I didn't know she had that range. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like I knew God. that she was a great actress, but I didn't know as far as her character work what she what she could do and and like I have a totally new respect for because we only get the stars Ashley Abbott right Ashley Abbott is a very specific type of character right she, I didn't get to see all this fun stuff that she was as um, you need Grant, to go look up those old Kristen clips on YouTube and just okay. watch a bundle of them because especially find the ones after Kristen came home from Paris with John mm -hmm. and Marlena oh lord Okay, you and then, and then Greg, six-hour rabbit hole. <laughs> I will never look at. I will never look like Greg Rickhart the same again. You know, he he won't ever be Kevin to me. He's forever Leo in well, my and mind. And then you recognized Zach Tinker as well, correct? Who was yeah, the recast, yeah, yeah. which is weird yeah. because Emmy. I didn't think about it until Emmy pointed it out. Kevin is Finn's uncle, and they're playing lovers on Beyond Salem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was just really good. The only, I only gave it a four point eight because the very last episode, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't necessarily understand. Like I didn't understand yeah. the jump from the crown being something that could destroy the earth, and I was like, wait, what? That was the one part I. Just I also didn't understand. thought you might have, and correct me if I'm wrong, 
I also thought you might have been confused on the whole Carly Manning von Lerschner plot line as well when yeah I didn't get that mentioned who he yeah uh yeah I was Carly Manning was a fabulous character back in the 90s I figured it all was related back to something but I didn't, you know, since I didn't watch it, I didn't get what they were talking about. So I was like, oh, this must be one of the back. But that's so what the I adventure say of is, soaps, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just like find out. So what the last thing I'm gonna shut up, I'm gonna say this. I will I will take this Beyond Salem as just a standalone series, even if they do like another six episodes or something and just have it repeat every year, I'll take it because I literally was that So maybe for one arc, you do like Sammy and Kate and you know, they can rotate the characters out as well, which would be fabulous. Uh, Give everybody a chance. Maybe. I just kind of like all the people that was on there. You know, there wasn't anybody that I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't really like you. Uh, the, uh, the younger the younger couple, I was like, all right, uh, I'm tired of seeing this girl walk around in this red dress. She was wearing the hell out of it, but I'm tired of seeing this. Um, but no, <laughs> but other than them, oh. I, I was, um, I, I thought... <laughs> Uh, I thought it was, like I said, I don't have anything bad to say. The only like oh, slight thing was, the only slight thing is why I didn't understand some of the history they were referencing, but that was the only thing. That's because I didn't watch the show, right? So, but I know they had to put it in there because you're going to get people that are coming back that, you know, maybe old fans and stuff like that. But like I said, if this was like a series, I would straight up watch it every single day. It was great. So now, um, Chaz and Rodrigo, I want to discuss something further before I go to the rest of the panel, because I forgot to ask you to this question. Rodrigo, we'll go back to you. Of course, there were major settings for this uh, storyline. You had Zurich, Arizona, Miami, um, and even New Orleans. From those four settings, which was your favorite story? Oh, and which was also your least favorite? Surprisingly, I thought I was into the Phoenix, the Arizona stuff with Chad mm -hmm. and Will and New Sunny, which is a total upgrade. No shade. Um, <laughs> what's your name? Freddie Smith. No shade to you. He wasn't the original Sunny. No. No, no they had not. a guy named Freddie Smith on prior. Uh, okay. Of course, he was I, getting a lot of weight. Yeah. Zach Tinker just. I felt like he was playing. I felt like he's been playing Sonny for years. The way he just came in and just rolled that neck, crossed them. Legs. Yes, so that, I have never seen Sonny get like this before. I was like, oh, okay, I can get with this. I never seen Sonny be a power top. I was, but like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I just love that seeing. Uh, I don't know Flynn, about power Billy top. Flynn and drag. I was that was amazing to see Billy Flynn just like. He looked amazing. I was amazing. Like, I like I this is a. I love Chad on this show than I do on regular days because there's just mm -hmm. a Rodrigo. Thank difference. you. How is he written like that on this show and then on the other he show? He looks more. He looks more relaxed on Beyond Salem. He looks like he's having a great time. Mm -hmm. I just love the relationship between Chad, Will, and Sonny, and to see yeah. a straight man so secure in his sexuality that he doesn't mind hugging these men. He doesn't mind like being involved in their domestic disturbances. He doesn't like, he just Wait, so- Wait, Chad is straight? Chad is straight. Oh, the shame. No, I trying to be funny. I just didn't know that. No, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Chad yeah, is married to Abigail. Yeah, he grew up as Will's cousin. Yeah, he is Jack. Oh, so okay. Abigail is Jack and Jennifer's daughter and he's been oh. married. They're like- yeah. 
They're supposed yeah, to be married to, um, to a couple of the show. He's married to but... Abigail. Abigail is Will's cousin because of Jennifer, and he, she's Sonny's cousin because of Jack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, like Chad and Will went to school together, mm-hmm. and um, they had known each other since elementary school, and he was the only person that was always nice to Will because Will always got teased because Sammy was always acting a motherfucking fool. So Chad was his <laughs> only friend and so. She was so acting that, that, out those trees. That was good. My least, I guess my least favorite, and it's only because the character is as dumb as the box of rocks, is Austin. Um, Mm. (laughs) The Zorik stuff was, it was okay. I like the Jew, the, the auction stuff with John, Marlena, Tony, and Anna. That, that was, was hilarious. Deidre Hall yeah. and Leanne Hunley had great yes. comedic timing with each other. It's like I was transported back to the age with the, those characters. Yes. It's like those were the four that dominated mm-hmm. the 80s back then. Um, but the stuff with Austin and Carrie, that was kind of, I love seeing Christy Clark. I love me some Christy Clark. It's always a Oh, she looks the same. Her. She looks, she looks amazing. She grew up, and Chaz, she has been with that show, that Carrie character, since night, since she was a child. So she, mm-hmm. she grew up. Yeah, she, yeah, pretty much so, my entire life, yes. she's always been Carrie. She's like wow. basically the sharing case of that show, in my opinion. Like you mm-hmm. see her, you love her, and she's been there for years. The only difference is she's taken breaks in between. Right. I see. Uh, okay. The Miami stuff, uh, it was good, but I was like, I felt like out of all stories, kind of felt a little flat for me. Um, and why are they dressing up like all you in Miami? You all dressed up in like suits and shit, and like. Come on now. Well, y'all put like, some shorts on and a t-shirt and Why was Lana right. dressed like the painting in the background? That was what I said. I said the same thing. Why y'all doing my black folks like that? Why y'all doing my black folks? It was the, literally the same shirt or dress that she had on that the painting was. I'm like, y'all, y'all don't see that? I was just shorts and a t-shirt. I don't know why Abe was wearing them loud suits. He said he's in Miami. He was like, that uncle you stay away from at the barbecue. He was like, come here, Paulina, give me some shit. But you know what? I can't even get mad at that because that's how about that age that that, that Oh, oh, yeah, when he's... Look, as Jamie Giddens once said, Abe still puts that dark and lovely in his hair, so. (laughs) (laughs) He He so knew. I couldn't even get mad because he looked definitely like one of my uncles. I'd be like, oh, you ain't hot? No. James Reynolds never ages. He looks looked that way all my life. Yeah, James is, James was. He looks great. Him and Jack A. I like that chemistry out together. They're going to put on some gators uh, and be hot. Yeah, and be but I need, I, need, I need my black folks to be in shorts, just being loose. and Yeah, everybody uh, else got all this hot clothing. I'm like, right. why does Paulina look like she shopped at the TJ Maxx? I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I guess I might be... Might might have been my least is the Miami stuff. That was my least favorite, which was I was very disappointed. But yeah, I think who saved it from well, Jack A, of course, just oh, of course, comedic timing, and she don't want to give up that ring. That was (laughs) (laughs) even when they said we'll shoot Lonnie, and she was like, "Ooh, what do you think about?" (laughs) (laughs) She still wasn't sure. I was like, "Lonnie was (laughs) the comedy was there, but I just I just thought the story wasn't." I it felt didn't, it, it didn't make sense. Yeah. I felt the Miami story started the strongest, had the weakest ending. 
Yeah. 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 It's like when they were all held hostage the first episode, I was like, ooh, we're here. This is good. But it fell flat. Unlike the other stories, which I felt were kind of weaker episode one, but then had a great middle in it. Okay, building, yeah. 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 And Miami, mm. if you guys, did you guys notice this? Miami was the only one that didn't tie together with the rest of the stories. They didn't get a visit from Billy like everybody else. Mm-mm. The only person who visited Shane. Them was Shane. Yeah. That was it. And even then, well, was it Shane or was it Andrew? Was it no, Shane it, was, it was Shane as his brother, Drew. I think it was Shane as Drew. Yeah, yeah it was Shane, Drew. Shane was Drew. Drew. No, Drew went to New Orleans. And yeah, no, that was, yeah, Drew went that to was New Shane Orleans. That was in Miami. Yeah, that yeah, was because Shane, Shane was in Miami. Be, yeah, Drew Shane was just in um Zurich and um New Orleans. Oh, that so was he Shane was okay. Okay, that's where. Okay, all right, yeah. I got it now. Um, now Chaz, let's go back to you. Yeah. What was from those four settings? What was your favorite setting and your least favorite? Okay, so I just finished Pose. Um, I'm gonna say a week ago. Y'all don't don't laugh at me, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm late. So like that was very fresh in my mind. So my mm-hmm. favorite, the favorite, um, where was they at? Arizona. Yeah, mm-hmm. Arizona. Yep, that that was my favorite because my favorite character of this whole thing was was um, Leo. He was just hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His commentary, you know, it just it was so good for me because I got to see uh, Greg Rickhart being someone other than. Kevin, mm-hmm. and who was very straight laced and you know doing the right thing and kind of boring to be honest with you, but um, seeing him yeah. act in a totally different role, I got a totally different respect for him as an actor. So yeah. that was my favorite. My least favorite was um, the he was trying to get the ring for his his wife because they got in an argument. Austin and Carrie. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, eh. yeah. I think it was Zurich, wasn't it? Zurich. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I don't really care. But um, I like. I, it was. It was good because the, what saved that for me is when they had um, the nun come in, Sister Mary. Sister Clarence Mary is what Moira. we gonna call. It was really. Moira, I'm on. Okay. Yeah. Who was Kristen? So I was just like, okay. That's funny now because Lord, like, when Kristen stripped down, stuff. fluffed her hair, and said, "The Lord does oh. all the others," I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was my uh, that was my favorite and my least favorite. But yeah, overall, like I said, you know, it's heads and shoulders and above any other soap that what's any other soap is doing yeah. right now. It's kind so of hard it was to great. pick a quote unquote least favorite because yeah, the whole it was show, all good. yeah, it was really good. I mean, yeah. it's very hard to be nitpicky about this show, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it's like little small stuff. Theme. Yeah, like I can't even get mad because it was small stuff. I can't get mad that I don't. It's know like the best history, season you know? of Melrose Place, where you're like, oh, maybe they shouldn't have kept Kimberly split personality for that long. Like that's it. I mean, like, you know, mm-hmm. it reminds me so much of that where everything is perfect except one crumb. Um, yeah, yeah. So well, other than that, it's great. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, Real quick, I'll give mine real quick, and then Tiggs will go to you. Um, for me, I'm just going to straight up give it a five um, because never did I ever think I would see such a Herculean effort to save the genre. We always talk about life-saving measures. We talk about bleed-outs. And the fact that after 56 years, NBC's Days of Our Lives created by Erna Phillips, the Cordays, and Alan Chase, and consulted by William J. Bell is this hot, 
this talked about and this well written for a spinoff is amazing to me. I, I can't, you know, deny it. The casting was perfect. The acting was perfect. The sets looked amazing. So kudos to their set building and decorating team. Uh, the production was great. And, you know, Marlena doing that intro, what a great call. Um, because at the end of the day, that is the house Deidre Hall built. Um, and here we are with her 45 years later. Um, you know, it was her storyline of the possession with James E. Riley that took that show from a number seven to a number two in a year. Um, and even beat The Young and the Restless in some markets, not overall, but in some. Um, so it's great. My favorite story, I'm going to disagree with Rodrigo and Chaz on a portion that my favorite story was actually the Zurich stuff, not mainly Austin and Carrie, but I feel like Zurich was kind of home plate for everybody. The Marlena stuff was great. John, Shane, Billy with Peter Port when they eventually got to Switzerland in the last two episodes. Um, I even loved seeing Christy Clark so much. Um, so yeah, because it was home plate of the story and because it had a lot of strong actors behind it, I really, really loved it. And that's kind of where like the vets were. And, you know, speaking of vets, Leanne Hundley, give it up for Leanne Hundley. I'm like, can she get a digital drama Emmy for this? I mean, she was fabulous. Um, my least favorite, and I think somebody will hopefully agree with me on the podcast, but I don't think the day's fandom will, was New Orleans. I felt Ooh, yeah. were very boring. Um, I felt that how can you tell a Princess Gina story with two mentions of hope? Um, how can you talk about... That's what the girl in the red dress... Yes, in the red dress that... By the way, Victoria... Okay. Kind of, oh my lord, girl, yes. She was working it. Mm. Um, I will also say I was very confused on a lot of portions of their story. Where was somebody to give a history note? So we'll get into this later. I'm going to say it very briefly so we can still talk about the story. But the Faversham thing. I, her grandson, only Lily's grandson, only saying that, oh, yeah, I heard about it, like a drive-by mention, no. Lily constructed that whole plot of getting the real Gina to town. First of all, if that boy would have heard that story through the years, he would have knew Greta was 50 years old by now and not 25. I'm just going to be real. To me, mm -hmm. their story was even more of an afterthought than the Miami stuff. I was very disappointed. It was missing um, Christian. Let's be real. It was, it was missing, missing Christian. Yeah. Yes. You needed hope there. But I, you know, Christian, she, you know, that's hard to say. She, she fumbled her own bag because I think she had she stayed, this would have been a nice. Honestly, if she had thing. stayed, this would have probably been all about her. It would have probably mm -hmm. been the Christian Alfonso hour. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I like Ben and Sierra. Look, it's fine. I get why they're popular. They're hot. They have great chemistry. This was not it. And honestly. I don't think they needed to be included, if I'm going to be real. Mm. Um, I, see, I, I see why they were. The, the young, oh, the yeah, young, I see. The they're the eyeballs. hottest couple, mm -hmm. most talked about. Yeah. My problem she is just won an Emmy. They, they need something new to do. If I mm -hmm. have to hear Sierra defend 
then when someone confronts him about mm. justifiably confronts him about killing someone they love which thank god for like, Billy. oh my god and she gotta thank be god. like oh he's not that person anymore girl shut shut it up okay yeah. like, billy said yes he up. is <laughs> diva i'm um, okay with it because on young and the restless everybody forgets what adam does everybody forgets what phyllis does they don't mention it at all so i'm okay but with you just said a bill was a strangler said, oh please mm. You said the you young and the rest. You better tell that to Victoria Newman. Days of our lives. Victoria ain't forgot. Yeah, Victoria ain't forgot neither. Nicholas only being nice to Adam because he saved his, gave his kid a kit. Nicholas only being nice to Adam because there's a legal contract involved with that business. But anyway, I will say to explain it further, the Faversham thing made no sense. Lily, I'm convinced Lily would have had pictures of Greta still that her grandson would have seen because he said, oh, yeah, she talked about you. Um, mm. They well, briefly they leave them, mentioned it. Oh, go why ahead. Why did they leave them by themselves? I'm sorry. Why did they leave Ben Sierra by themselves? Right. There was one point, Billy hightailed it to Zurg, I think. Billy was Zurg, racking up the frequent fire. Right. But the Ben Sierra was supposed to stay behind and be do undercover shit. But yeah, I, nobody that's wanted. a good point. How did that connect? It didn't end up connecting to the whole story. Yeah, sure, she found the diamond, but that lost me there. But I know. will say it was, and I'm gonna have to fault for, fault them for this. It's like they did not read the research on that character. Mm-mm. That's when you ask Jamie Giddens, "Oh, who's Greta von Amberg? Who is that? And who's Lily Faversham?" It takes a little bit more than a name considering how much Lily did play into the overall Princess Gina arc. That mm-hmm. makes sense, Casey. Yeah, Greta's supposed to be 50. And then this... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still haven't explained. And also, they this would have been a great time for them to bring up that cliffhanger if it was Victor who was her father or Stefano. Because when Greta left, her paternity was up in the air. Oh yeah! Oh, they need to bring back Julianne Moore's. Like, oh. I'm serious, mm-hmm. please. But, anyway. Yeah, so it it was a weak point, but I definitely enjoyed Zurich being home plate. Um, bring back Carrie to the main show without Austin. Kill Austin off. I don't care. Bring back Ooh. you know Carly Manning for a reboot. Since we mentioned the Von Lerschners, I'm okay with Peter Port also going to the main show, um, to be the new big bad, um. Just something. Well, all but, the people that was on the, the spinoff to be on the main show. That's because that's what I'm. That's well, what minus, I'm. Minus, I'm just gonna say it. I enjoyed it. Well, she needs to be on the main show as somebody else. I if Adrian Franz goes to the main show, have it be. Mm. Yes, she needs to be. I don't know. She, I would. Goes. I would make her somebody. She can be else, Sarah but, Horton, but know. she can be just about anybody. She she's a great actress. So yeah, you know. she could totally be Sarah Horton. Um, because that was such a forgettable role, and that yeah, really yeah. disappointed me. I was like, that's what you bring Adrian Franz for, really? And a husband. And a husband. I mean, we ain't mentioning what we talked about on the phone with them. No, we ain't. <laughs> Wait, is that her real life husband? Yeah. 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 He's her, yeah her, got barely been married a long time. They got he was Sandy on Guiding Light, remember? Yeah. Sandy Foster. Oh, yeah. Which that's I did him. not know. Yeah, it clicked for me as soon as Emmy said it. I was like, oh, my God, that was. <laughs> yeah. Child, he needs to get some more winter naps and um, <laughs> anyway so let's go to six um scale of one to five and out of those four settings which was your favorite and your least favorite 
Um, on a scale from one to five, five. Yeah. Yes, I had my little nitpicky things, but like <laughs> I said, it, it, it felt like days had a week long stream of primetime episodes. It reminded me of the nineties, and you know, it reminded me of Winter Heat and Bo and Billy being on that damn beach. Oh Lord, uh, one stormy oh, night, one stormy <laughs> night when. Um, one stormy night when Isabella drove her ass off that damn bridge. Oh my god! You know, um, it, it it was great. Like my favorite was Arizona because it was like it, it was literally me. Me and my boyfriend went to Arizona for a few days while I was on vacation. So we were in Phoenix and all that stuff, and it was gay hijinks. <laughs> gay and stuff hijinks. like that. So you know <laughs> it, it, that 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 resonated the most for me on a personal level. On a soapier level, yeah, Zurich was the shit. But yeah, the weak link was uh, New Orleans. Because the minute I found a business here going to New Orleans, I rolled my eyes. They are not born hope. They will never be born hope. But I get why they were there. I get that. Well, but so I did have my rights. Let me ask you this real quick about New Orleans. If they were going to be there, don't you think they should have brought up that New Orleans history, maybe showed a flashback of Bone Hope at the plantation house or something? Like, they were there, but it's like they weren't really there. Well, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, she, she like, Sierra briefly mentioned it. You know, oh, that's when they got married and they came on their honeymoon and blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, she didn't mention, like, oh, well, yeah, uh, my mom came back from the dead when Sean was a little kid. And they found her down at Maison Blanche and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So, you know, they didn't do that. And then it really annoyed me that her and Billy going back and forth, there's no mention of Chelsea. That's your half sister's yeah. mother. There was yeah. no mention of Chelsea. Yep. Like you, you would have thought, you would have thought Bo and Billy just dated back in college or something like that. Why Never didn't they also that. bring up Zach? Because we thought that Hope fell in a vat of ass because of Ernesto Toscano on the cruise of deception. They didn't bring none of that up. But I'm like, uh, so y'all just said the hell with Chelsea, huh? They should have brought up Zach too, because you know Billy attacked Ben, you know, and rightfully so, of course. But, you know, Sierra could have mentioned, you know, like, hey, uh, what about Chelsea killing my brother? Like, hey, but no, Sierra would have just sounded stupid because Chelsea was a horrible accident. Ben was just unstable and jealous <laughs> and crazy. Lord, that, <laughs> um, Lord yeah, Chelsea, that, that, was a, that was a big gripe for me. I'm just like, uh, okay. But yeah, Carly being missing, Hope being missing. I mean, I totally get why Christian Alfonso left. They wanted her to take a back seat for six months after she'd been taking a back seat for 10 years since Peter Reco left. I would have left too. They yeah. need to just I would have at least loved, you know, they could have strung dialogue together when Sierra called her on the phone though or something, you know? Like, they should have done something. Again, how are you going to tell Princess Gino without Hope Brady? Yeah, or- like... Tiggs, how would you feel about, I don't know where you stand on this. I'm not in favor of it, but how would you have felt about if this would have been the time to introduce a Hope recast? Which I'm yes. completely against, but yes. what are you? I mean, because it's easier to accept a recast when the original actor is done. Christian okay. is done because allegedly she, allegedly she is pissed at Ken and she ain't trying to go back. So yeah, this would have been a great time. Like, I mean, well, they could have. You know what? I shouldn't say I'm against it because look at what they did with Katie McLean and the amazing critical claim of that. Quiet as yeah, a ship. Think- they need they need to also recast Taylor on the boat. Beautiful, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah. And also, if they finally recast Hope, 
it'll kind of really kill the whole Bowen Hope thing. Because that's one of the reasons why people still hold on to hope they may just get Peter Reckle back. If there's a totally different hope, a totally different actress in that role, they won't they, they won't ask for Bo back. Because maybe this could have been, what if the finale cliffhanger would have been when they were all at the museum and everybody was pointing that gun, which by the way, Marlena looked hood. She had that gun pointed at Andrew. She said, don't you move, bitch. <laughs> so, um, but maybe hope could have entered and been like, I'm putting a stop to this. They did a great 1991 flashback. You know, yeah. they did a great 1991 flashback. You know, they had her face covered all up. Yes. You know, <laughs> they couldn't go back in time 30 years. It probably was Victoria Conklin. I'm thinking, the more I think about it, because the whole show was built around Hope and Princess Gina, I'm thinking they wrote this story with her six-month break in mind. Because remember, they were supposed to bring her back and she was supposed to fall in love with the Navy SEAL. I'm thinking this might have been an adventure for her and that Navy SEAL character to go on with everybody else involved. Because the more I thought about it, I was like, well, Hope knows all those ISA people. The story's revolving around. I doubt it, Casey. Because like Beyond Salem didn't come until after the show was renewed because NBC was like, people really give a fuck about it. But Lord only knows how long they had that idea. Damn. Yeah, because no, at this no. point, Christian's been gone for a year and a half, Casey. You know, oh my she God, left last that long. Yeah, no, because yeah. she left last she left last October, and that's when they were still shooting oh eight months in advance. So Christian left yeah. before oh, she'd been um, gone. Yeah, yeah, that's she right. Because I remember Doctor Griffin Monroe from the General Hospital interviewing her, going, "So tell me, what's your favorite ice cream?" And she's like, "Well, fuck Ken Corday. I don't care about Ken Corday's ice cream. Um, it hurt." So yeah, I. Um, well, Alan, let's go to you. Scale of one to five, your least favorite setting and your favorite setting. I'll give a four. It, episode five was subpar, so it can't be a perfect five because all that shit, it's, oh, that's is a fucking weapon now. Infinity Stones. It was Fuck very that. Tom Racina. <laughs> yeah, it was very 80 so. Oh, I, yeah, Ice Princess shit. And, but I liked it overall, even though episode five was subpar. Or, I actually think it was smart <laughs> to do a plot like this with if a plot device with an, or we have to find the necklace. People hate Silver Neck Lad in the main show. Like, remember the fucking elephant statue everyone complained about? People hate or shit like that in the main show. But it's more of like uh, five episodes. The amulet with Deimos too. It was very reminiscent. Yeah, people people would hate make plot device stories like that, but it works for primetime stuff and streaming stuff for just five episodes. So that's the only thing. If you make it fun and people can watch that, people go along with it. On a main five day week of soap opera, no. If you did try to people have people looking for a necklace on days right now, people would hate it. True. I don't um, think so. I don't think so because Nobody gave a fuck about Serena. That's why we didn't care about the elephant statue. Nobody gave a fuck about Damos. That's why we didn't care about him. Well, we care about Hope. We we care about all the characters involved. That's why we care. And well, it was speech in history. And I think Alan like, has a point. Three that like, people didn't care about yeah. looking for like fucking what was a necklace or ring or something. Or are you talking about when the teens were on that island for Grandma Horton and the jewels and stuff and 
No, I'm talking about One Life to Live. 2003. Oh, One Life to Live. was looking for some jewelry or some shit. Yeah. And people hated that. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't say because I love when the last last game was on the island with the jewels. Me too. When Philip got his leg caught in that under weeds, underwater seaweed or something, and I was like, "Oh, you know, you know, if you if you write something well, people are watching. You know, like even if it's if it's about jewels and stuff like that, you know, it's just the stuff that's not written well, aka the reliquy, that would be like, (laughs) oh my god, what's going on? on I'm just saying. It was so terrible. They were looking for something and nobody really cared, you know, but if you write it well, well, I thought it was written well because I'm like, okay, well, who got this other diamond? You know what I'm saying? Or this other stone? That's why I liked it, but, but I, I think like I said, Alan, I don't know. And correct me if I'm wrong, Alan. Were you meaning like a long-term show plot? Like five episodes yeah, as opposed like, to eight? Yeah, it works like five episodes. Yeah, you try to drag something like that for other months, people don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, if, it's a long, I if it was that, longer. Yeah, that is something that shouldn't yeah. drag. If that would have been yeah. like maybe a six week story arc, maybe. But none of that's gonna draft three, four months now. No, no, no absolutely. But not. they yeah, also like, have right. to they have to make it for that show. This show is the type of show that does this shit. Yeah. yeah. That's why it works. This wouldn't work on Young and the Restless. No. Yeah, the only other show it could so, work on is GH. GH. Yes. This doesn't okay, work. I you think- know, Brooke Logan ain't gonna go, oh my ah, god. <laughs> Brooke Logan. Your cancer. <laughs> You know, she ain't going to call Taylor up on the phone and say, Taylor, your old wedding wing to Ridge is making everybody go crazy. You know, she's going to have to get off Carter's D to try to help find Now, look, I'll tell you who would if they did this plot line on The Young and the Restless, it'd be given to Sharon since she likes to steal stuff that ain't hers anyway. No, he don't like Sharon, so no, he wouldn't She would find that ring at Finmore's and all of a sudden Nicholas turns into, no, Sharon going to turn into Monica Potter. Look, that's what the ring um, does. D- Boy. You know what? If, if, if it'll get some people watching and I'm not falling asleep, I'm here for it. Damn it. And I, didn't yeah, mind, I don't mind. I didn't mind the sci-fi stuff and all that. So that, that not is, at all, no. That is Days of Our Lives, General Hospital type shit. They've been doing that for years. I love the old, the 80s and 90s storylines. Me too. It was just fun to watch. I mean, yeah, yeah. what's going on in this world? Like, it, it returned. It returned days of our lives to being the eye candy soap opera. Right. You know, it returned them to be the sweeter, sweeter, larger than life. Because let's be real, we never went to days of our lives for some Nobel Peace Prize award-winning story about Casa Sale Sikioma research or something like. We went for days of our lives for princesses and devil possessions and people, you know, police commissioners falling off cliffs and then coming back two years later as Drake Hogeston. That's what we go to days of our lives for. It's the fantasy soap opera, right? Yeah. You got everybody has their lane or had their lane. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 days of our yeah. lives, in my opinion, is the soap that does those types of storylines the best. Because, I mean, we had a whole storyline about devil possession. You know, yeah. that's this, and, and I, but get, guess who asked was watching when it was on? Me, like, <laughs> because I'm like, I want to see it. You know, like, what's really going on? You know, so, and I hear that they're doing it again. So guess who's going to be watching again? We will get Me? into, yes. Um, which, <laughs> by the so way, you talking about the favorite setting and least Arizona. Okay, oh, yeah. favorite okay. setting was Arizona because mm-hmm. that was really fun. It was fun to see Chad just hanging out, not being a dour or a little bitch like he is in Salem. Amen. 
And Billy Ben is great about being, being affectionate with Will inside. He's always been that way since 2014 when he assumed the role. He's always hugging him and being affectionate, maybe kissing him on the cheek. He's very black. You know he enjoys it too. He yeah. It. And um, least favorite is Miami. I love Paulina, Lonnie, Eli, and Abe, but it was kind of a throwaway story. Like it was taking something out of there, it wouldn't matter at all. And their story did not have any complex notes to it. Everybody had like six yeah. involved in there. But Jacquet and Jacquet is just she was doing the Kim Zimmer thing of look, I'm gonna take this story and blow it the fuck up. She was like, Oh, Michelle gave me this ring, Michelle. That's all Jacquet was At there the to do. Yeah, and then be like, Oh. They black, but the name is white. See y'all next week on 227. I mean, it was a little bit. You out of pocket right now. I didn't say nothing. Casey, Casey S. Hudge. Casey S. Hudge. Come join me. Look. Mr. Two Talking said that. I mean, it was just like, you about to be uninvited for the barbecue. You keep it up. No, the, yeah, the best part of that entire story was when Lonnie had that motherfucking gun on that damn. Um, oh my God, Salsa! Like great. Honey, she was about to turn me straight when she was like, oh, "Put your hands up." I was like, "Oh, okay, baby." I've been on maternity leave since 1996. I'm ready to mm-hmm. pop, tap somebody ass. I love when they put <laughs> when they put Sal when they put Sal in those cop action type scenes. Like she rises to the occasion. Those six inch heels and she's sprinting. Oh, and she she don't even need and she don't even need Eli to back her up and nope. she's she gonna do the shit. Look at what she said like, to Eli, she's like, It's about time you got here. Yeah, <laughs> e- Eli needs her more than she needs him. Okay. I'm hmm. serious. But yeah, it it was some of the strongest actors, but the weakest story for them. You know, it, yeah. it was a little and I, I need a little bit more salt, they need a bit more seasoning, a little bit more Laris, a little bit more Laguna you know. Beach thing they had was Jack K raised those binoculars up and they were like, What is that sound? First of all, that sounded like a private jetliner, and she was like, Oh, it's a jet ski, Abe. And it was a little <laughs> bit <laughs> with her messy ass. Yeah. He was like, Oh my god, Michelle coming, she coming. And it was it was a little, a little bit. too it's a little too sick on me. And then the whole like yeah. black woman standing at the door. I'm like, first of all, I voted for the Obamas. Michelle Obama ain't look like that. <laughs> uh, I knew it wasn't Michelle Obama. I'm like, Michelle Obama ain't gonna give nobody no damn ring mm. that was stolen and all this shit. Mm. Yeah, I was like, that that's not the Obama. She ain't about to do that. Yeah, I was like, I voted. <laughs> Was in my high school elections, I was it was a little much. Um, yeah, yeah over the top, but you know, you got to have a little camp every now and then, yes, yeah. yeah. But it was definitely, I'm, I'm just gonna say, and this is a problem they've had with Jackie from the beginning, is she's bringing all that flavor to her story, she's mm-hmm. doing what her iconic status is known for they always kind of toss that aside for her. You know, she doesn't have the strongest story. They're relying too much on her talents. And it's like, she's been on soaps before. She's done TV for 40 years. If you write it for her, she can deliver the drama and the tears and everything else. I'm tired of her just being used for a sitcom one life. 
Well, I think I think oh, no, we about to get we about to get that. Going to change. That's going to change. Uh, okay. We about to get that. Well, yeah, with the whole uh, Mara, yeah. Oh, that's... Hey, what's all know? What's all know? I don't know nothing. What happened? What's oh, um, pa- Paulina uh, is, is Paulina is Lonnie's biological mother. She doesn't know that, and she don't know what. No, it is a little disgusting. It is it's a little gross. disgusting that she still believes that's her aunt, and her aunt is dating her st- father. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just, wait. Pause. What? So that's Wait no, no, when Lonnie first came to the show back in 2015, she thought her mother was Tamara Price, Marilyn McCook, who was a was singer actually, from she, back in the 80s. Yeah, who she was, was actually on Carlyle the show. Opera. Yeah, Abe was with um Tamara before he got with Les. And, and by like with, her, we mean for two months before Marilyn left the show originally. Yeah, okay, like her and her and Marlena went to college together and stuff like that. Yes, but yeah. Paulina's her little sister. Paulina got caught up when she was about 20-ish and like with this dangerous man who's coming onto the show soon and he was abusive and all that stuff so she got away from the man but she gave Lonnie the tamper. Mm-hmm. And that's what Marla oh, Gibbs came. Marla okay. Gibbs came as her mama because she's like, don't you tell that girl that we're going to stop gotcha. in this house. Don't tell that girl that you her mama. And now oh. like, still thinks that that's his daughter. They never ran a DNA test. You know, which is stupid. I'm like, Abe, you lived in Abe, you lived in this town 40 years, and your wife used to be a cop turned doctor, turned to bear, turned cancer patient. You ain't never gonna run DNA test. Mm. Okay. So that ain't none of her. That's that's not her aunt, that's her mom. Yeah, yeah, but but she she doesn't know that. But she don't she don't know that yet. Okay, Mm. I got you. Okay, I mean it's coming, it's just taken a little bit long for me, but I look still. Well, like I, I watched for that. That's still a good reveal right there. Oh, that's going to be mm-hmm. great. Yeah. This fall on days is going to be hot. We already know. Um, anyway, Emmy, let's go to you. Scale of one to five, your favorite setting, and then your least favorite. I'm going to give this a four to seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> Girl, I'm sorry. Ah! I always say that to him because he calls me every 47 minutes. Yeah, and he um, always says to me when we get off the phone, she goes, talk to you in 47 minutes. <laughs> here's the thing. I watched boring ass Young and the Restless. I felt like Quinn. I felt like Young and the Restless is Eric and Days is Carter, and I'm getting in the game, okay? Um I'm serious. Who's the I master? Love, Let me shut up. Let me shut up. Go ahead. I watched this. It can be you, Chaz. This no. I, I love this so much that I started watching September 2015. September 5th, 2015 of days. Or 2020, sorry, of days. And, and tell them where I'm, you're at right now. I'm at. So I started. I started last month. You Monday. started two weeks ago. Yeah. No, one week ago. Oh, yeah. It's only been a week. Yeah. On Labor Day, I started watching September 5th, 2020, and now I'm at January 17th, 2021. <laughs> oh, wow. I love, I love the main show. So here's the thing. Days is what brought me to soaps when I was like a kid. I even did a Facebook post thanking the woman because I'm still friends with her um, for introducing me to Days. When the first storyline I remember of Days was 
the two Romans. And I was a little confused because I was like 10 or 11 at the time, but I still got the gist of it. In two ways, um, I remember- Now, were you really confused because Marlena originally thought that Drake Hogerson was Joseph Moscolo? I said, how she confused them, them white men? I thought black people look alike. No, just playing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. And uh, I've expected this kind of shit from Dave. And it's been missing in my viewership. And so I've been a big advocate. And I even talked to Jill Lloyd Hurst. Ooh, wait, I dropped the name. Um, about... <laughs> Sorry, I just dropped that. I didn't mean to. Oh, yeah. I talked to her about soaps having their own identity. And you could look on every soap. Now, what's going to happen is other soaps are going to come up with similar things. And that's going to piss me off because this is a Dave or a General Hospital storyline because those two were written by the same person. Fat, um, what's her name? Pat? Falcon Smith, she wrote for both of these shows. Well, back they and were forth. actually so. This the reason I said this reminded me of Tom Racina is because Tom did the Ice Princess story. Pat yes. started a very rough outline, but then when he went to Days, and he's told me and many other people, he says Days literally asked me to do what I did at GH. Yep. See, that was it. So yeah, to me it reminded yeah, like me. He- he created the action adventure type of super couple. He did. Right. I mean, the only reason Luke and Laura got married was because Elizabeth Taylor said, I'll come on the show if you marry. She called on that telephone. Yeah, she did. Every time he says she called on that telephone and said, you marry them right now and I want to be in the studio. I curse you, yes. Luke and Laura. Um, Luke and so Laura. I give it a, a forty seven. Um, my, fa- my favorite storyline Okay, I'll tell you why. Arizona. Because that's a lot of gays. That's a lot of gays in one scene. And I was living for it. Yes. I saw big old Chad with his big old butt squeezing it at Marilyn Monroe. Just honey. I said, oh, Lord. And Greg Rickhart was doing the Lord's work. Greg Rickhart was doing the most. He was so funny. He was all in his gayness. Oh, I loved it. I was living for it, honey. Oh, um, <laughs> I, and I did see Pose, and I damn near fell out my chair when Will got on the floor and was doing that day. I said, where he learned that from? Who Lord, I got on my, Lord, I Ooh. was over the edge when Chad came out, and they were doing all them camera angles, and the lady was yes. like, yes, work it. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, my least favorite. Oh Lord. Okay. See, New Orleans could have been better. Um, I did not. I thought what they should have done was Sierra was like, "Oh, my mom and dad were here. Why didn't they visit the mansion? Why didn't they find the mystery there?" Like, I don't understand why she didn't dress up as Scarlett O'Hara. Take that curtain. And, and put it around your, your head, girl. Like, they needed to dress told, up. That would have been so much oh. smarter if Sierra would have been like, oh my God, Ben, they're holding tours at the old, um, the old mansion Thank you. where my mom and dad went. We have to go see it. And then I, the mystery I mean, could have tripped off there. For them. I can see it why. Was, it was pretty traumatic, doing... Maison Blanche, but, you know, for but, Go ahead, I, can, 
I could say I could see why they weren't going to do any mm. plantation stuff in 2021. So I know they right. tread it lightly. <laughs> Oh, Honey, they got a plantation like, baby. Wait a minute mind. now. You they sure? Met, Are you sure we in 2021? <laughs> well, well, 2022 in their time. I, I forgot. They're a year ahead. I was going to say, yeah, they're in 2022. But yeah. does CBS uh, Daytime know that? That's the <laughs> storyline right now? You know, hmm, give me a well, Sony, well, I don't know. I think that's why they tread it lightly on that because, you know, that was. Rodrigo, that's actually then. a really good point. In all seriousness, was, yeah. That that was back then, and this is now. You know, there mm. were people been like forty year gap. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I see why they didn't go there, but at least she explained it, and I, I like the right. explanation of it. But to actually Somebody go has have her, a right I wish that well, I got to be real with you. I wish that old woman would have played more into the story of the shopkeeper mm-hmm. because I felt something was up with her. She mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, you're talking about Princess Gina." <laughs> I was like, okay. I thought I thought <laughs> something was going to be involved with her, but, but yet you know. I, um, I have some highlights. I do like how okay, they caught me up because I hadn't watched it in so long. They caught me up with their dialogue. I like that. They discuss forty years of history in two scenes. In fact, yeah, I yeah. like that. Hey, Scott Bailey, I love seeing Sandy Fo- Forster or Foster, whatever the fuck his name was on Dynamite. <laughs> I loved, um, you know, Casey, I love men's butts. Peter Port's butt gave me life, honey. I was like, Emmy was about to go all over the said, I said, Chad DeMera, who? Look at that boot tie. His chest, Um, Lord. Oh, I think I Can we talk about Victoria's nails? Victoria's nails were so distracting. I don't know. What side? What? Listen, this girl is a, she's an Emmy winner and she went down the street to get her nails done. I was so distraught. I said, this girl just got her nails done. No, she didn't. I, I mean, they had like bro- that weird design. It was so I, I gotta was, tell you, so oof. let's discuss each in depth. We'll start with New Orleans and me since you're there. So oh, do we have to? Will, well, honey, let's save <laughs> the best for last, and we ain't at the last story yet. Mm. So let's discuss New Orleans a little more in depth. So yeah, we open up, we're with Ben and Sierra. They meet the old lady. Um, she's mm. like, Oh my god, it's a brooch, it's a brooch. Can we buy it? Can we buy it? Can we buy it? Can we buy it? And Ben is like, Oh, I only bought you know twenty dollars and two Barnes and Noble gift cards with me. So yeah, anyway, he ain't got no Okay, look, and he even said, Oh, I'll buy it for you, baby. I'm like, You are not Mr. Big. That, that's what my whole thing is. I'm like, Hell, shit. God damn it, Sierra is probably cashing out the money Victor then gave up. Right. Sierra ain't got no damn job. Sierra and probably Vince, still has her daddy's inheritance. I mean, her, her, she probably right, had right, her daddy's pension right. from she when he died. Okay. Right. Yeah. Look, got Sierra got, got all them uh, royalties from where the good men got. She got a Brady inheritance. She got a Kiriakis okay. inheritance. And she, she asked she him good. to buy. Where he get that? But then she and, was like, and, "Then let's buy it. Let's do it. Let's get it." And she mm. still got the. And she got money from Doug because Hope is right. sixty years old and she never touched that. Trust honey, on. if they follow through with that plot line, she about to have a lot more from Doug. Ooh. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Matthew. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. go ahead. Uh, <laughs> mm. I couldn't even say that with the straight face all the way through. Uh, mm. So anyway, then we have that. And very quickly, um, 
<laughs> it pains me to say this. Uh, so then this mysterious woman in a crown shows up, a long flowing lace front and <sighs> cheap looking dress. Now, why, Lord Jesus, did even Sierra say, Mom? Girl. And here comes mm. Lisa Renna turned around. With them big ass legs. I'm like, you can't tell your mom apart from Lisa Renna mm. and her lips. I'm like, you mm. can't tell. Um, so, Rodrigo, what did you think of the first part of the New Orleans story with the intro to uh, the jewels and the intro to Lisa Renna? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Lisa Renna has always been my Billy Reed. I'm sorry that oh, of course. Mm-hmm. it goes back mm-hmm. to her and Robert Kelka Kelly's boat. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just the hottest couple in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I love when she comes back to the show. I mean, I enjoyed kind of, I mean, kind of enjoyed Krista. Love Julie Pinson. Uh, but Lisa Renner, you had, you, there, there was no show without a Lisa Renner being Billy because I'm just like, mm-hmm. I would not have it any other way. Yes. Um, that Princess Gina stuff was kind of hokey, you know, it's, it was whatever. Um, but Lisa looks great. I think yeah. this is the best she's looked as Billy because a couple of times she came on oh, yeah. the show, the OG show. I was like, especially when she had scenes with Lauren Coslow, I'm like, oh, their mother and mm-hmm. father. Um, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, I'm going to keep my mouth shut about that. It was the battle of the lips. I'm just saying, yeah, but like this time around. It was around, like, man, give me a kiss. Oops. No, this time around, Peacock put some money on that show. They made sure everybody looked good and dressed well. And yeah. They I made sure the show. black people looked like paintings. It was great. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed Lisa. Lisa. As much as I loathe her on Beverly Hills Housewives, this is her forte is is daytime because she, the fact that she is willing to come back to the show and if they ask her to come back, she will come back to days to do some arcs here and there. And you you love to see soap actors that, you know, haven't been on for so long, but they remember their roots they know mm-hmm. what brought them what made them who they are today is days are lie. lisa lisa never days, goes an interview yeah. without mentioning days or even melrose place where she no. was taylor mcbride melrose place um, soap talk yeah. soap talk talk show it's chat. soap talk and, uh, with lisa renna and ty treadway Tred- Tred- Mm, Tread, mm, okay. Um, Chow, I'm I, I Tread, <laughs> if you want to look. Okay. Man, that man. Okay. Child, um, I'm, why couldn't they get him to play that Faversham grandson? That been, oh, ooh. that would have been. Ooh, that okay. would have been was, good. That would have been good, good stuff. But no, Lisa was great. The Ben Sierra stuff. Mm, mm. I could. Yeah. I, I could have had a VA. I'm sorry. Sin fans. Ooh. I, <laughs> I enjoyed Oh, he said I could have had a VA. I could have had a VA. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Oh, I, I it was just okay. Like, I get their appeal. Like I said, I get their appeal. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm just like, mm, okay. Yeah. Sure. So now, Alan, um, let's go to you. So the second part of the story we get introduced to Peter Port's character, uh, Detective Kyle Graham, um, Agent Kyle Graham, excuse me, which we'll get into the, we'll get, (laughs) we'll get into the climax of that later. 
So he comes along shortly after a couple buys the Amethyst Ring, uh, which later turns out to be the Faversham, Lily Faversham's grandchild and uh, Amber Moore. So um, mm. what did you think of the introduction to this Kyle Graham guy who turned out to be Carly Manning's cousin? And what did you also think of the, for all intents and purposes, retconned Lily Faversham story? I like Peter Ford a lot role. I disappointedly tried to make him some random psycho of Carl, cousin of Carly's. They, he's actually so good they could have Chris Ford on the main show. I would like to see Kyle on uh, regular days for lives, but now that probably can't happen because he's, he's a random Russian psycho. Lord, honey, that accent, I was not sure. He was going, you know, one second he was this hot Latino hunk, and the next he was going, this is the Bartlerschners. I was like, child, don't ever do that accent again. <laughs> I don't think Peter Force Latino at all, though. He's, he's, I just think he's very talented. Oh, is he Lindsay Hartley White? Is he Lindsay <gasps> Hartley? Think... No, you did not. Not white. Hey, devil. Ooh. He's not Latino at all. Okay, Ooh. so he's Lindsay Hartley Latino. He's where they give you a name, oh. like Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald, and then stick <gasps> you in a Latino role. Mm. Oh, you all know I'm not lying. But fuck's sake, don't act brand new today. Yeah, she, then, it, then they did it again with, with that Karen mm. character on up my show. <laughs> so anyway, I, then, I didn't know he was gay in real life. Yeah, he's married. Yeah. You didn't have a clue. Well, Ooh, you, know long is, you know how long it's been since uh, Ricky did that jackknife out there? I know, life? but look, i tell you I when I could find out oh, he slipped a little. When Who's he looked home? down at... Oh, go ahead, Rodrigo. Sorry. Who'd you say? Peter, he's one of the girls? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know that. Peter, are you ready, Peter? How you doing? Okay. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not yeah. know that. Hell, I didn't or know did you all not he... see when he delivered that line about Billy's shoes? He goes, girl, I don't know if them the right shoes for the jab. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Come on now. No. No. Did y'all not see him on Devious Maids? Oh, no. Devious, him on Devious Maids was so good. Oh, I loved him. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so anyway, Alan, what are your thoughts then on the retcon Lily Faberson story and everybody believing that Greta has de-aged by 35 years? Yeah, mm. I was stupid to be as well because Courtney Conifel is 25 years old and Greta was what, like in her 20s, 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah Greta, no the same sense. age. We had access to and Google, same with Austin Reed. I'm age. like, yeah. It should be Sammy like Austin. she should be the same age as Sammy Austin and Carrie. She should be in her mid forties. And then it was weird for them also to put them as husband and wife because Carrie and Austin have been married for so long that everybody knows that. Like, yeah, you can Google that. If you Google yeah. Austin read Carrie pop up too. You exactly. Can see their Facebook page as well. So your that face was place, as the young and the restless used to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they just made up some bimbo like Greta was Greta's. You even made up Greta's daughter or something like that. Like, I gotta be up. honest. They could have brought back the real Greta. Like, Billy's like, I'm sending in a connection, but I need you to be with her every step of the way. Yeah, true. Yeah, Julianne yeah. Morris ain't doing that. Mm-mm. Shit. Here comes well, Rebecca Budding. I'm like, you know, they could have done anything. Like, <sighs> I didn't understand it. And then they never really brought it up because Amber Moore knew that, you know, Robert Pete Cortland wasn't none of Austin Reed, but they never brought up princess greta because that guy amber moore had to end up telling that guy that hold on i gotta do my amber voice that's not really 
Ooh, you messy. Um, so, I mean, you know, I didn't understand any of that. That was totally right. Yeah, because if anything, no, the, like, Sierra could have just lied and said she was Gina's granddaughter, that she was Greta's daughter. Right. Yeah, that she should have said that. Because that at this point, the real yeah. princess Gina would have been like 70, like Marlena and John's age. The real princess right. she is. Like she was 15. an old woman. Yeah, she because was that's how Lily said, yeah. Lily yeah, said, like no, she was my friend. Older than yeah. And they didn't bring up the coronation or anything. Like, that was a huge gaping plot hole of the show. I think something the cake caused. (laughs) Yeah, with Tyler Christopher hanging out for shits and giggles. (laughs) Something nobody's talking about is how you going to tell an Alamanian story without one fucking Alamane representing? Well, so maybe that later because we're going to talk about Lord Sebastian Alamane, which we'll get into later. But let's finish the New Orleans story. Um, Mm -hmm. So Tiggs, let's go to you now. Um, another big part of the New Orleans story was the discussion of history. Um, so Lisa, Billy had brought up uh, Ben's past as the serial killer. Uh, we got it a little bit with Shane as well. There was talks of the virtual Garden of Eden. So for you, was that a strong point that they knew that history or did it fall through like the rest of the story? No, 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 no. When, when, when Shane... Uh, said what he had to say to Ben. That was the strongest point of that whole New Orleans mm-hmm. shit. Like, I ain't that got time to with your bullshit right now. Carl <laughs> Shaughnessy said, "See y'all on GH. Uh, this is what you're gonna." You do. know, he was just like, "Just, just no shit ain't sweet over here." Um, that was the realest reaction. Yeah. That was the yeah. realest reaction. He uh, looked yeah. him up and down. Said, and and the way Shane said, "Do you think I would really forgive you if it was me?" Like that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the way he kind of looked at Sierra when he said that was really something too. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. The thing would be like I said, I don't like the fact they didn't bring up Chelsea. That was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, like they they're acting like Billy didn't know that Will was gay and married. I'm like, mm. the last time Lisa right. did a long since she was back for an entire fucking year, and they well, didn't do anything with her. And, well, and she came Will back came under Ron again, and she knew about the whole Will being alive. She had a reaction to that. She was like, oh my god, he's alive? I mean, honey, her big lips were all over my screen. Ooh, so, you were well, no, messy. Well, no, um, no, I think, was Will still presumed dead? I don't, I don't think so because when she came back. back, it was Andre died. Yeah, no, that was that was that was before. Um, wait, I'm gonna oh, begin Rodrigo. Okay, hold on, let's go to the rest of the panel. Rodrigo, was that before? Because now I'm getting confused about the timeline. Because when she came back to discover Andre alive in the crypt, was that before Will turned up alive? Yeah, no, I no, it was that... after, no, it was after. It was after, like the last time she was back. So yeah, so then she so, knew yeah. Will was alive. Yeah, then. I and think yeah, Will still knew. had it. Yeah, Will oh, still yeah, had yeah. amnesia around that time. I think. That's yes, that he still had the amnesia. Yeah. But yeah, she would have known okay. all that. Anyway, yeah, and continue. she would have known. She would have known all that shit with with Ben and Sierra. Like, she especially with the time. Sierra. Especially with the time jump. Will like Ben saved Will's life. They were in prison together for a year. Like, stuff, like I can't stand when they do that with characters that don't know what's going. Like, girl, I'm sure Kate was is calling Billy, telling her all yeah. the tea that's what about I what think. the hell is like, going on. Because no Billy is an active agent, and she even made note of how she's visited these people around the world, her loved ones. You know, there was somebody I forget who the character was, but there was somebody from the 
show that we love who even said, oh, I haven't seen you in about three months. How you doing? Like people know that Billy is still yeah, involved yeah. in these people's and lives. It's not like a Bo situation. She's working with Shane also. Like Shane would have gave her the information yeah. about what's because going on. Because especially Shane's mm-hmm. been in town periodically, yeah. you know. It, that was confusing. Yeah, it's just one of those things. All soaps need to stop doing that shit in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, I, now I see back in the day, 80s, 90s, there was letters and, and telephones. But no, we got social media. Like it was even bullshit yeah. on the mothership where where um Chanel and Johnny didn't know that they were connected by Allie. That was bullshit. You mean to tell me not once did Allie ever yeah. put a post up of That's her not a cliffhanger in 2021. Like, That's that not a cliffhanger. It's one of those old soul tropes that needs to die. Mm-hmm. Like no, and I know that they do that because they want people to have that fresh initial reaction to a character. Stop doing that shit. No, they can still have an re- initial reaction to a character and still know everything that's going on. That's real life. Exactly. <laughs> like no. So, um, finally, let's discuss uh, kind of the climax of the New Orleans story. Um, well, really, more of the resolution. Mm. So. Um, with because the climax kind of tied into the whole show itself so let's discuss that later but the resolution ben and sierra had some forward movement on being romantic and being stable now um rodrigo let's go back to you i'll ask the other two but rod rodrigo will go to you because you watch the show consistently so this has been a big issue in finding a way to continue ben and sierra's storyline and it's been a big topic between days fans of how boring it can be sometimes and how they have nothing to do. So now that they're stable, where do they go from here in your opinion? I mean, look, I mean, I would go, well, they're starting to do this whole, now Sierra is wanting a baby and then Mm. is scared of that. They're too young. His no. genes would do. I'm like, they're, they're like 24, 25 years old. I mean, you don't have to do. First of all, y'all married them too quick. I thought the marriage way too was quickly. way too quick for like a couple uh, that young. Uh, I hate when soaps marry couples in their early. That's that's not that's not true to life. People are not looking to get married like that these days. So I I, I just no. Um, you could do. I mean. The problem I'm having with the couple is they're trying to compare, like takes at the Bow and Hope. You can't do that. They should have their own identity. They're not Bow and Hope. It's Hope. Hope Bow was never a damn serial killer. He was just a bad boy who did who did dumb shit, and he became a cop. And then Hope was a spoiled princess uh, who also became a cop, and they went on adventures and stuff like that. Ben and Sierra, it, it's it's not the same thing. I wish they would stop doing that. I would like to see Ben have his own identity um, away from Sierra because when those two were together, I feel it's the same repetitive dialogue. Um, you are a changed man, Ben. You're not that person anymore. Like I've heard that so many damn times. I wish they would just be real with that. Um, I think I think you mentioned last week. Sierra needs to tell his ass. Okay, no, not everybody's gonna like your ass. Like you kill people like that's the truth of the matter you kill people well yes, and it should be you were, you that should be their conflict you got, yeah you got rehab rehabilitated with elena 
we got all that we got that and you know well and sierra needs to say she needs to say you went so off the rails during that time that the damaris wanted to frame you and aiden wanted to impersonate you and he almost killed my mother because of you like they need to bring that up sierra i don't mind that they're in a relationship together but explore the psychology behind their story say i still love you but we need to talk about you if you're really a changed man or not. Why is that not their conflict? They are they way are. too young to have they, that should have been like that should have been the whole thing with Sierra's amnesia. But instead of this, like, oh my God, because I have amnesia, I have to marry Theo, who has really cute hair and a cute butt now. Oh. There must be dateline episodes about Ben, multiple dateline episodes about him. They're just gonna be someone coming to town trying to interview Latin. Because you're telling me the beautiful heiress and marriage is a killer and no one's trying to interview her about Latin? Yeah, it needs to be somebody who says, it's been five years since your now husband killed half this town. How do you feel about her? Her husband was a serial killer? Yeah. Honey, yes. He killed Will. He killed three women and he almost killed Will. Yeah, he killed a midwife, he killed Serena, he killed Paige. That's why Shane had the reaction when they brought up Paige. And that's oh, how they knew. I was it, saying yeah. I would have I would have shot his ass right on sight. Chow would oh Lord, I'll tell you what. Well, Charles, right. honestly, can do yeah, anything they, they he before wants anything, they need to have their own identities as yeah. people. Well, they it's need just like what we, they need we talk about this with Chad and Abigail. They're couples. This is a huge problem I have with days and going into the possession story, going into these fall emotional stories about the price and the carvers, they need anchor couples. They need to discuss, like we said, remember that one time we said devote a special episode to Chad and Abby in a therapy session, do, give them time, months and months and months to build back to each other. Same needs to happen with Ben and Sierra. These couples Enough. Okay. I'm just going to say enough with the history. We get it. Bowen, Hope, John and Marlena, enough with that shit. These couples are not these couples that have anchored this show for 40 years. It's, it's not the same. 9 million people are not tuning in. 15 million people are not tuning in for Stephen Kayla's wedding on a boat. It's not the same. Every day can't be a holiday. So what they need to do is they need to give these couples their own identity as couples in the year 2022 because that's where the show's at couples do not act the same they did 40 years ago like christian alfonso and peter Recco. it just doesn't yeah. happen and that's what i always said with people well well hope did this move up. and that was also 40 fucking years ago what young women around sierra's age don't lose themselves in men anymore no they are except ambitious. on a boat in the beautiful they, they want to see somebody <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like yeah. they need to find out they they because they, they did the same thing with Claire. It's like you uh-huh. have no idea who these people wanted to be. And even back in the day, yes, Hope loved Bo, but she also loved being a cop. She she became a fucking cop before Bo did. Kayla loved Steve, but she also wanted to be a fucking doctor. Jack Jennifer loved Jack, but she wanted to be a damn reporter. Like they had other yeah. goals that they cared about their family, they cared about the men, but they cared about their fucking careers too. Because, yeah, like you said, even with Chad and Abigail, with Abigail being a journalist like Jack and Jennifer, it's a, it's a throwaway thing. It's kind of like how, how Lulu was a journalist on GH. It's, yeah. just, it's just something to do. No. Well, and like, I don't, I highly doubt that Sierra 
as young and beautiful as she is, would want to work for stuffy Kyriakis International now or whatever it's called. These people don't want to work. In fact, what we're seeing is people breaking away from their family companies now. They're starting beauty brands. They're starting YouTube channels. They're starting TikTok songs. Why isn't Sierra doing? Why isn't Sierra becoming a TikTok Instagram star like that Bella girl who wrote that song "Build a Bitch"? You know, why is being there just to probably hinder a lot? But you know that would have been. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you know make you know something similar. She should be a social media star. Like, oh my God, Ben, you know. Julianne Moore just followed me. Can you believe that generation cares about well, what I don't I'm think they make much money as a YouTuber couple. No, it's hard. No. Yeah, no. them, but it wouldn't be huge. No, that's more in line with Claire. That's why people got people act like mm-hmm. they couldn't stand Olivia Rose Keegan. I'm like that. I loved Olivia Rose. She, yeah, she she acted her. like how a little girl was supposed to act. Claire yeah. was the one that wanted to be the social media star, and be on Vine and shit. That's how kids are. I do remember are. that. When she but said, no, Lord, when Marlena and Kayla got trapped in those coffins, and she came in and she was like, oh my God, I'm here to like take pics for my Twitter. And they were like, shut up, Claire, shut up. And I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> but yeah, no, with Sierra, no, Sierra is not that type of girl. She's not. Sierra needs. Should Sierra be more like think- a Kylie Jenner, maybe? No. I don't see. No. no, no. Sierra, she, now, now, yes, we don't want her and Ben's love story to replicate Bowen Hope, but she is Bowen Hope's daughter. Mm-hmm. And even as, you know, yeah, Hope started off as this pretty prince little princess, but when she became a cop... She was a trust and, fund and, princess. Yeah, and real life, she likes to get dirty and shit, you know? I mean, they could have uh, Sierra talking about, you know what? I think I want to try for the ISA. Uncle Shane, could you hook a sister up? Something like that. Or or you know, she could or she could want to take over Doug's place because you know uh Doug, mm, Doug I might don't not need her being a waitress. Not a waitress. I'm talking about running Doug's place, like actually like making uh, it. Oh, like, like the like, business like, side, like, like oh let's business. turn Doug's place into a I, I kind of don't I don't make I, I don't really like when major characters own restaurants. You say that for the Doug's like she would run into the I think she would I think she would if she ran it at being as a young person, I think she would turn it around to something like hip and hot and well, maybe Julie pop- can say, you know, yeah. what if she does turn it into a nightclub in the middle of Doug's Alzheimer's because Doug says, I want you to take care of my business. And Julie's like, No, you can't do this. And I mean, that would be some really great conflict yeah. in the middle of Julie's emotional power struggle yeah. to save her and, husband. And if, and if I want to see Sierra, inv- you know, involved with other characters. I like yeah. seeing her in That would open her up to the whole town. She needs to take yes. more of an adult role. And Ben, too. I don't even mind Ben wanting to go to school to become a therapist. You, you know, know, I did really like, though, I liked when he said... Oh, I'm not sure if I could do this whole ISA stuff. And Sierra was like, "Oh, you totally can." Like, so maybe he gets the ISA story. No, they're not doing that. No, not giving a serial killer no, no I would ISA. Want, I would want, no, I would want that for Sierra. And I, like I said, I wouldn't mind if Ben became like like a a, a clinical psychologist, or he can go to school for seven months, like Sharon. Oh yes, yeah, so it would be so great for Marlena, who he tried to strangle to death to be his 
kind of internship. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, like maybe he does want to go to school or something like that and be a psychologist or a counselor or something like that for troubled youth and mental illness. That that would be great for Ben, because, I mean, I think did, I think they said his mama was a nurse or some shit, and Jordan was a physical therapist. So, yeah. so, yeah. So, that would help people, like, you know what? I want to do something to offset the pain I cause people. And the only way I think I could do that is if I help people. And try well, maybe to that's it. Maybe he says, I'm doing this to truly be a changed man, and I'm doing this for my sister who yeah. suffered from mental illness. Yeah, because it could be one of those things. It could be almost like John and Marlena. You know, he could mm-hmm. be, you know, the therapist, and she could be the not whack him, sock him, beat your ass type of person like how John is. So, you know, I mean, you know, Ben can be more mild-mannered, Ciara, blah, 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 blah. She just like, no, fuck that, Ben. We can go whoop his ass. You know, something like that. <laughs> so, you know, they, they just need to have their own identity. That's all they it do. is. And, they, and what happens is, like I said, they crammed 10 years of story in the three for Ben's year. They've had presumed death. They've been apart for a year. There's been yeah. amnesia. Sierra they got do way too much. Times in the six month theory. They do way too much with Sierra. And unfortunately, that started when they saw us that character when Sierra was raped, an alcoholic, uh, stealing stuff. I'm like, yeah, they, they, they write like Sierra. They've turned, they've turned Sierra into Jessica Buchanan from One Life to Live. Because oh, they did totally the same agree. thing with Jessica. Totally. Like, once Aaron Torpy got old enough from the moment her motherfucking ass got pregnant by Will Rappaport, they started yeah, doing all type of shit with her. And then when Bree Williamson came in, they just said, every sweet spirit, we're just going to turn you into test. You're going to throw the whole town up. You like that? Which, they they need to know. Soap writers, I wish they would get this. I wish they would get this with Michael Corinthos. I wish Ooh. they would get this with Abby Newman, with uh, Steffi Forrester, with Sierra. They don't need... 58 stories in two years. They need long-term stories. That's the key. You don't, I get it. You want them to be your leading ladies. That's fine. Um, But you don't need to give them a story every five seconds. If they have a story, that story needs to go on for eight months, you know, before you move on to the next one. Because all this stuff has happened to Sierra at 25. And what I'm really worried about is they might run out of story for Sierra naturally. The, you know, five years from now, if they keep writing her like this in such a warped speed of a character, they may not know what to do with her anymore. And they may they say- They're going to turn into Abby yeah. Newman and yeah. we ain't going to like her. And no, no, it's one of those things because they have a problem with this because mm-hmm. they did the same thing with Sean and Bale and they, yes, did, the they, same did. Thing with, and they did the same thing with Carrie and Austin. They gave them so much story and so much push so and much, and so and little time. Amount of time. That's why when Sean and Bill were written out back in 08, I was fine with it because they had went through so goddamn much. I'm like, and honestly, what happens is, is those couples start working better apart than they do together. That's Sean why I'm like, Carrie fine, really, Austin, yes. Carrie really doesn't need Austin. Sean and Bill don't really need each other. No, you leave Sean and Bill alone, damn you. No, I like them together. They just don't really need each other. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't no, you no, do I, anything I, to my Brandon Bieber. Oh, Thank Lord. you very no, much. I, I, I shot Brandon Bieber. Because at this point, Bill got a 30-year-old daughter. Ah. I like that they live in Hope's house. I like them together because it feels like a piece of born hope is still there. I mm. want them to be together and stay together. I wouldn't even mind if Bill got pregnant again. The kid would be 16 by 
next summer anyway. Yeah. So, you know, the kid not, would be 16 by the time they moved the shit to Peacock next year. Now, yeah, when it comes to um, carrying off, I was never a carrying off fan. I liked him with Mike. I liked him with Sandy. Oh, mm-hmm. I liked him oh, with Sandy. Oh, yeah. he the magic carpet. I liked him with Greta. I liked his little flirtation with Nicole. But I, I loved him with Greta. I think it was one of those things where they should have just been each other's first loves, and that should have been it. But at this stage now, carrying Austin 50 with that 30-year-old child of their own. When, when ah. I was confused by that Noah thing. That was the last time we heard of Noah, he was a preemie baby. And now she's like, well, yeah, no, yeah, oh, you know, Carrie, Noah paid off our mortgage, you know, and he's yes, supposed to home. Because Carrie got pregnant with Noah. She found out she was pregnant with Noah when they left and they walked him out in 2012. So Noah should be about nine. But no, Man, she said he's the way it's Noah's an ass at 16. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I will say, you know, seven, we've seen with these kids, six to 10 years is about around the time they become a teenager to almost yeah. 22. Yeah. And you know, I don't have a problem with carrying off Sylvie Neal. Like I said, I was never a biggest fan of the couple, but I mean, mm-hmm. we barely see them just keeping together. I wish it would have made more sense. Like, Austin's still salty because Carrie fucked right two years ago when Caroline died. That didn't make right. sense. The it fact that he just, said he had too much wine, I was like, are you beating Carrie? Like, are you an alcoholic? Like, he apologized like he was a serial abuser. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, it should have been one of them situations where, you know, Austin is a forensic accountant, which is hilarious. But yeah, so <laughs> she, she could have just been like, you know, they could have been, it been a scene <laughs> before, before Anna and Tony even got there, them ours. And like, Carrie, like, you know how Christy Clark gets the world on that damn neck? I'm sick of you and this bitch you work with Daphne. Why the fuck is her name always in your goddamn phone? Like, you know, something like something more fresh. No, because I didn't like that when they did that with Justin and uh, Adrian, when it was like, you. Oh, yeah, but he was with with that Elsa Elsa character, yeah. But you know what? No, you know what? I will give that to you. Maybe that could have been Carrie and Austin's story because we don't see them. And so when we do see them. It would have played a little more natural for just five episodes. So yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, and it was the same thing when, when Lucas had that that fiance we never met years ago or whatever. It was like, oh yeah, what was her name? Um, I forgot her name, but we never yeah, saw did, her. Yeah. Sammy yeah. was like, Lucas, you're with somebody, and he was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <"Who> you <laughs> But yeah, and, and also. I don't like that Christy Clark or Austin Peck or Greg Rickard's names when they no opening credits. I don't like that shit. They were. No, they well, weren't. I thought Greg's. I didn't see him. I thought. I didn't was see Greg's him. not in there? It, um, one of the episodes they won. They was in all five goddamn episodes. Because uh, I know I Peter Greg. Port was in there. Yeah. But, which was weird mm-hmm. because I'm like, he and Greg and Carrie and Austin, they were all in the same amount of episodes. They were in all five of them. So. I was confused. Yeah, yeah, that is okay. Yeah, now like I said, Leo was a very bright spot. Like I said, I said on Twitter, I'm like Kevin Fisher is just a job. Leo Stark, he was born to play that role mm-hmm. Greg, because Greg Kevin Hart. is just Kevin now. Greg, Let's Greg talk. Oh, go ahead. Greg Ricard belongs in Days of Our Lives. I don't know. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Kevin Fisher character is played out on the Young and the Rest. But I don't even. Mm-hmm. I, they could no. kill Kevin off. Kill Kevin off. Kevin can oh, die. Oh yeah, no. Let Elizabeth get her off. Emmy real and be yeah, like, they could, they could kill Kevin off, and that could lead Michael to going crazy again. Hey, and you know, Chloe can say, say hi to Delia. And there you Ooh, go. Lord, <laughs> what is this voice? What, 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 what's so refreshing? What is so refreshing about Leo is that I came to be Sherry O'Terry. They let a gate. 
they let a gay character be gay. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the things with Sonny and Will. Yeah, like not daytime gay. They let him be. They let Peacock. him be like some of the people yeah. I know in real life. Like, yeah, because no, because that's how they that's how they write Sonny and Will. They just like Sonny and Will are just bros, and they hug and embrace a little more tightly than. Now, I will say that shower scene. Oh Lord, I almost mm-hmm. choked. It, as I'm sure Will yeah, was about. Right. They would get away with stuff on the Peacock show that NBC would never, never allow that. Oh my God! When they showed the side of Sal Stowers' butt when Eli pulled that cover up, I was like, "How far he allowed to pull that up?" I was like, (laughs) "I will have to defend." I have to defend Wilson because there was I remember watching it. No, (laughs) she talking about she talking about Carney Wilson. No. <laughs> so there was a moment where I, I flipped on days like a while ago when Freddie was playing it before he went to jail. And um stop that. Stop. And Will was at the computer and he was typing, and Sonny came in and kissed him and then kissed him again. And I swear Chandler Massey was like, Oh, I got two kisses. Oh yeah, that's I, when they both got to uh, be shirtless and wear jeans. Yeah, what a great scene! Um, because you that, know, that's I'm telling, I like yeah, Wilson. I, I, I like Wilson. Y'all yeah, need to no, cool I was it. never a big fan of them as a couple. Why? Because Freddie Smith can't act, could never act, and him and Chandler Massey just didn't have any sex. Uh, when he said to Greg mm-hmm. Rickhart, I remember when they did the big Leo confrontation, and when he said to Greg Rickhart, he goes. And you set me up. I was like, oh, child, you need to be set up for acting. You're my whole thing is. Oh, wait, hold on. We gonna, we're not going to talk about Wheezy over there. Zach Tinker was like, <gasps> oh, no, no. I was like, no, do calm down. You ain't going to do that. Do calm do down. Uh uh-uh, uh. Because, no. <laughs> Freddie Smith had 10 years. He had 10 years to be around. Julie Evans, Wally Kerr, John Aniston. And the motherfucker still couldn't act up until the day last day we saw him. Zach Tinker came in and did we and because that's Sonny. Sonny is insecure and neurotic. Sonny's like that. But the Sonny Wee. We're moving on, moving on, moving on. We're moving on up. Weezy. Oh, grab your we finally got a piece of the pie. So anyway, um, I'll tell you what, I was shocked to see Chandler Massey take his natural glycerin and wake on up today. I was like, I'm glad he was Alan, I was Alan, go ahead. You know how I feel about Chandler Massey? He he usually, like, most of the year he's thinking about pizza. When he shows up, he shows up. He does that mouthful of noodles accent, I call it, where he's like, so you want to take a shower today? You want to do something, Gidget? I'm like, I can't understand it. Yeah, like he says It sounds very much like 50s. It's Mm. it's the same thing that happens with um, Billy Miller and even Tyler Christopher Mm -hmm. before he had all of his issues. Great Mm -hmm. actors. All Emmy winners when they like the story. (laughs) <laughs> Shit, I got no, it. Don't don't be very yeah. obvious. They don't saying, believe it. They don't. Channel was just happy he was getting a check. They don't so believe that. They don't believe in again. the. They don't believe in the Kim Zimmer turning shit. Nothing. They said, "Fuck that. We don't like mm. the story. We ain't doing it. We're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't like the look. We they are just coming. Like 
Then we, we take are coming on set because we oh, our contract. No. Freddie Smith, that. look, Freddie Smith said, "Look, I made this shank in my jail cell. Let's take a blood oath. We don't like this." <gasps> they got the Josh no, Romero syndrome. Fair, though, Billy Flynn's ass do the same thing. Yep. Like you can tell the reason oh, why Billy, we like it because the best thing about I tell you what though was his relationship with Will. Tell me why and he and Greg Rickhart had the best chemistry in the whole show. Mm. I was like, he and Greg Rickhart played so well off of each other. It was astounding to me. You could clearly they probably played with each other. I'm you could clearly tell that, um, that you know Chad, never met, Chad never met Leo on days. Nope. No, they met. No. They met. Remember when and they Leo met, told, yeah. told Thomas and uh, what yep. little girl's name, Ariana, that Santa wasn't real? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they acted like they never met on Beyond Six. They World. act like they confused. never met. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that was hilarious when you know they found out the truth that Chad and Leo didn't sleep together, and Leo said this was still the best ten minutes of your life. Ah. <laughs> like I say, it just too. like I, I think Billy Billy Flynn feels the same way we all feel. <laughs> the one character that Ron has fucked over since he's been a day is Chad. The writing for Chad has been poor, atrocious, and it's, and it's yeah. gotten to the point where Billy Flynn is like, "This is bullshit," because the the just. Why hasn't he been more proactive in getting Abigail back? You fucked up. You fucked her mm-hmm. sister. You cheated on her. After you swore from now that she wanted uh, Jake, who looked like the man who fucking raped her, you swore up and down she wanted that man and she didn't. Just you to turn and around then, and fuck her sister. I'm at the point where he's, um, Chad uh, keeps saying, you had sex with him. No, they didn't have sex with her. No. What What are you talking about? That's why she you, didn't do it because she wanted to. She fucked with somebody fucking else. He's like, like oh, you know. cheated and on we me. Know, we know mm. Billy Flynn is a great actor. He's an amazing actor. His, those last scenes he had with Joe Muscolo's Stefano uh, were just one of the best things I've seen on daytime in so long. But these last two or three years, since Ron mm. took over, and he got a hold of that Chad character, and Chad went from, you know, lovable, the lovable Demera brother to the most hated, because I was like, who is this guy? Like, he was mm-hmm. so disrespectful. Like I, that whole that, that whole Gabigal thing uh, with Tyler Christopher's uh, Stefan and mm. yeah. it was so disgusting. It was the worst, that was the worst storyline I've ever Oh, it was like, awful. Terrible, and the way Chad treated Abigail after she mm-hmm. was raped, she was raped, and right. you treated her like she cheated on you. I, I hated that. That's exactly what he's doing. But no, that's why they need to have some therapy things. They need to go ahead mm-hmm. and cast a soap vet, somebody we ain't seen in a while. Cast them for a couple of weeks. They need to go to therapy because Chad needs to just say he resents Abigail because of her mental illness. It's not fair. It's not right. But people go through it all the time. You None. can't go through it when they when they deal with that because that's why Jennifer is such a bitch to Laura. Well, she was mm-hmm. such a bitch until they killed her off for no fucking reason. Jennifer resented Laura because Laura spent years away from her in the nut house because Bill's cheating ass drove her crazy. Right. But but Jennifer couldn't help it. She resented. She resented because Mike was older. Mike had more time and Mike had Mickey help raise him. But Jennifer didn't have that. Jennifer had that twisted relationship with Laura and Bill and then Laura in and out of the nut house like Jennifer was a fucking mess when she was 16. So that's why and it needs to be one of those situations where Chad just needs to be like look I I, I can't help the way I feel. I resent you. 
I resent you because you've been able to sleep with other people or, you know, and yeah, it was a, it was a rape, but you've been able to do this and do that and then blame it all on your mental illness and I'm just supposed to be okay with that. He literally said that. The part right before he slept with Gwen, because I'm, I'm watching it, he said, she gets to do all this and cheat on me, but it's her mental illness and I just have to well, go with it. I was like, what? Can you imagine dad says that to her face in a therapy session and she goes i was raped like i hope Gwen oh, yeah. that, that, that right and there miller, him and marcia mm. miller will eat yeah, that, eat those that would be an abigail outstanding take advantage too abigail that would be an outstanding writing because they need to tell her like look yeah it's not right that chad blames you but Look how long your ass been gone away from your children. You were gone for four, five months away from your goddamn children because you had a tantrum because Chad fucked your sister. You could have took Thomas and Charlotte with you, but your ass didn't. And you left him mm. by himself. That's another reason why he's still resenting your ass. Because then again, yes, he fucked up, but you're also blaming your mental illness. I need to get away and blah, blah, blah. No, you should have stayed there and beat Gwen's ass. Yep. <laughs> like she was doing, she was beating. She was beating her ass. She was punching her everywhere. She yeah, like right. and they were trying to make got, that was stupid. And Chad was trying to make her feel bad. What? No. And Chad needs to be a leading character on the show. Now he's just a douchey supporting character. Mm-hmm. He's not a lead anymore. He's just supporting. Mm. Sad. I just don't like the part on that. He was. He basically called her a whore. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, it's not me. That's not my, he's like, well, what is this credit card? You slept with, you slept with Jake. She's like, no, I didn't. And then he, she's like, oh, so you slept, you slept with Gwen. He goes, well, yeah, but you can forgive me, right? Are you kidding me? Yeah, and Abigail should have cut them out. Me? Like, I don't care how nice your butt is. I'm not forgiving your stupid ass. And she, like I said, she should have cut them out. Like, you think she should have, she hasn't yet. Way. To nope. sleep with someone who looks exactly like the man who took my rapist. Yeah. Like, really? And it like, would nope. be interesting to see in the um, coming months what happens with that whole story um, of Abigail and stuff, because, you know, we have Abigail coming back, and, you know, they even discussed the impact of Abigail's storyline on Beyond Salem. So it will be interesting. Now, um, Let's talk about kind of the whole Kristen introduction and that mm. part of the Zurich storyline. So, Rodrigo, I know about Kristen. Um, so, talk to me about Kristen. Kristen is iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, Eileen Davidson put her foot in that role. Mm-hmm. But I won't. And I'll I I I will admit I I still miss her on days. Um, I love Stacey I do, but there's something about when Eileen steps into that role, and the she is so you don't even know you don't even remember she's Ashley Abbott on the end of the rest of it. Because that's how good she is. She just makes that role her own, and you could not have done this show without her, Kristen. Like. Take that. I know you were upset last week about <laughs> not being a part of it, but once you saw the reason why mm-hmm. Eileen was on No, I mean, I get it. I mean, the cast is bigger for Eileen. 
Her existence still didn't make no fucking sense. Kristen didn't need no money for no damn jewels. EJ is bankrolling her entire escape. Like, mm-hmm. she don't need that that, that made no sense they did, they did that whole thing uh, no it's like Kristen you know Billy pointed this out it's always like Kristen to steal something she can't have because that is mm-hmm. what she craves no matter who does the it. history the history that Billy explained about when Billy Jennifer and Kristen used to be homegirls back in the yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. I oh my god and then when I Billy oh yeah, can we I talk about the dinner scene where Kristen said, bitch, you tried to take my jewels. I'm going to take Peter Port's jewels right here. <laughs> right. I love that mm-hmm. scene. I love that scene. The whole Beverly Hills references. Table the whole, flip. Like, yes. They did the whole table flip. How dare you, you beast. They did that whole shit. I was Well, and then, you know, they got, this is what I miss about soap rivalries at every level. It was a tit for tat conversation, you know, Kristen going, mm-hmm. for God's sakes, you know, Billy, you blamed Hope for your miscarriage, but yet you have the audacity to judge me. Oh, and let's not even talk about your foreign career and your drug foreign career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You brought that all up. I love when they bring up history and dialogue like that. Because people can't forget, like, as a viewer or newer viewer or whatever, that Billy and Kristen used to be best friends back in the day. Like, oh, they... yeah. They we used to ro- ride hard for each other. Jesus. Um, you know, before Kristen took the turn to the dark side. And I loved, um, oh my God, Billy was awesome because you could tell she still felt love for Kristen as a homegirl. But when Kyle said, uh, you're friends with her, and Billy was like, look, I will always have a spot for Kristen in our history, but what she does, I can't condone. Right. So that I mean, nice Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer was the same way with Jennifer was mm. the same way, like, you know, I care about Kristen so much, but girl, she be on that crazy shit. Like, girl. Well, that's why I used to love when Jennifer and Eric got together because they would have those conversations. You know, I do remember Eric when saying to Jennifer, How could you have ever been friends with a woman like that? And Jennifer basically said, Look, she went off the rails and I distanced myself. That was it. And that's a real friendship too. And the, it's so weird how Daze does this. In the middle of the possessions, in the middle of the jewel thieving, in the middle of stealing embryos, they do take the time in the middle of their crazy shit to play real world companionship and conversation. You know, mm. they didn't say, oh, you know, after she injected herself with embryos, I distanced myself. No, Billy just simply said, we're not friends anymore because of what she's put people through that I really care about. That's it. The thing about the Kristen story that really pissed me off now that I'm going back to watching it, um, she and Lonnie were best friends and Kristen didn't mention that. She didn't mention Rachel. She didn't mention Brady. She didn't mention anything. She was just like, oh, I'm on the run and I need That was a little weird not to mention. I'm like, what? Especially since they were involved in the dual yeah. story. And, and, Kristen, and that, when, when, when Lonnie let Kristen go, it almost ruined her marriage. Yeah, it was not even mentioned. See, not this once. is how I feel like this is all going to play into the show down the line, the flagship, hmm. because Kristen didn't even get to have a reaction in the last episode to when Billy did get the necklace. And so mm-hmm. I feel like this is all going to come back to bite these characters down the line. No, I thought to. that Shane, I thought Kristen was in a Shane mask 
I was so shocked with Drew. I said, oh, girl, I actually I did too. Drew. I'm not going to lie. I was I like, that's was Kristen. <laughs> I said to my TV, I said, that's Kristen and Shane. Look, I thought Kristen was going to be Michelle White. I thought Kristen <laughs> no, was going to say, I, I, I knew as soon as, as soon as he got the trip, I'm like, oh, that's Drew. Because to be honest, I didn't know about Drew. I'm like, oh, that's who Andrew's named after, his mm-hmm. brother. Because Drew was yeah. back in the 80s. Like, Drew surfaced back in, like, 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, I remember they, that. When you know, they saw Drew. Drew and Camilla were around for a period of time back in the 80s. But they never mm-hmm. went there again with those scared. Right. But, yeah, with Kristen, they it's a missing thread. Because right. the, my big problem is what she's done to Sarah is so cruel. Yeah, and, and not, not either. Yeah, it's like, it's like Sarah has been on an island held captive for six months. And Kristen is just trailblazing. Let that girl go. Everybody knows what you did. Kristen just happened on her moped in Switzerland. Yeah, because, yeah, obviously she's somewhere where there's no extradition treaty or Billy would have arrested her. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, like this woman is just sitting here. Oh my God, can you imagine? This is where I wish Adrian would have been Sarah Horton because can you imagine if Kristen did have that necklace and they did address the Sarah stuff? Like, you know, Kristen could have showed up and had um, Sarah in Switzerland with her um, being just like, oh, you know, like these precious jewels, I can't let you out of my sight. And what if she could have used Sarah as a bargaining chip? But again, you know, that would have required way more than five episodes. So I can see the plot of how Kristen Stacy Hyduke's Kristen, in my opinion, is this is all going to be addressed months down the line. On the- it, it needs to be. I, it really want to confuse the main audience. People just tuning in for list with the Sarah mm. stuff because they probably don't know that shit. Yeah, but no, on the mothership that needs to be addressed. She's been going for six goddamn months. We ain't seen Maggie evict in six months, and as nosy as Maggie's ass is, mm-hmm. I'm sure Kristen only been sending emails as Sarah. Bullshit. They it needs to be addressed. If they, if I don't know what happened with the show and Lindsay Godfrey recast, do whatever the hell you need to do. As long as she got chemistry with um Xander, that's all I care about. But that one, needs to be addressed. One small thing I hated was Kristen did this elaborate, oh, I, I, Mary Clarence, I'm here for the kids, and Not she Mary got that. Clarence. <laughs> Mary, sister Mary Clarence, and she did all this stuff. And she ran and just dropped the fucking necklace. Bitch, you didn't secure that in your bra? Like, how she just drop it? Like, I was like, yeah, that's weak. I will say, though, I did love when she looked at Anna's check and she said, that's all you got for the kids? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I also want to say, and I don't know if we're jumping ahead, when Leo switched them that emerald, ooh, that was classic. I loved it. I It was so Leo, too, to do There's it. There's lots of open plot lines. It's Ugh. just a matter of when they show back up. Or season two. You I know what I mean? love Leo. That's Leo's why I said season favorite. two. Some people go out of town for Memorial Day weekend next year. And can we all just, just really apologize to Ron? When we heard Beyond Salem, we were like, that's the dumbest title I ever heard. And then we're like, ooh, I like that title. It's so good. I know. Now everybody's like, ooh, that's the best title since Beyond the Rest. We got to eat our words. So anyway, let's talk about um, Miami. So Mm. not really everybody's favorite plot, but it still did have some good story highlights. You have the setup of the Price and Carver paternity story. You have Abe saying to 
Paulina that I love you, which is really the first time he's gotten to do that since Lexi. Um, mm -hmm. You have Lonnie and Eli continuing to cement themselves as a power couple um, in the police force. Um, so Chaz, what did you think of the Miami story from not necessarily the jewel aspect, but the love in the afternoon aspect that it kind of sets up? Um, <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, I did, you know, it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite part of it, but again, like I'm interested in these characters and what happens next. Right. So that, that's my biggest catch is like, when I was watching, I'm like, can I watch these people, you know, on a daily basis? And like, that's what I got from it was like, I can watch these people on a daily basis. Like I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't bored. You know, I'm definitely interested to find out now that I know more about that, um, Paulina is really that girl mama and not her aunt. Yeah. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I want to see that fall out. You I was wondering saying? if that was going to get you more interested. Yeah, I'm like really interested now because I was kind of disappointed initially. Like, okay, um, I know that there were a lot of people that were in Beyonce when that are not on the main show anymore or that used to be or whatever. But, you know, with them bringing back, um, you know, the Devil Possession storyline and then also you know, the, I'm, the Paulina, you know, Fallout storyline, I'm like, that's enough for me right there. Yeah. Just to come and find out what's going on. Because like I said, it's it's a completely and totally different show than both of the Bell soaps. Oh, so different. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, but it's, I was entertained. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, oh my God, what's going on? Like, I'm watching paint dry. You know what I'm saying? Um, both the Young and the Young and the Restless has always been the slow burn show. Um, at least in the 90s, it used to be. But now it's just slow burn. It's not even burn. It's just, it's just, <laughs> the, it's pilot just the, the pilot light's out. The pilot light's out. burning, all right. The pilot, light, the pilot light is out and the gas is on. So that's like, you know, I'm just like, okay. But like, yeah, I guess it's, it's, a, it's, yeah it's running on fumes. Yeah, it's running on fumes. Like, it's, it's just, just like, slow. it's just slow. Yeah. It's slow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm like, and they have their moments of, of really good stuff. Like I, the Sally and, and, and uh, Sally and, um, what's y'all name? Phyllis. That was good. Like I, mm -hmm. I was entertained by that, but that's just one scene over weeks and weeks and weeks of nothing. When me just watching Beyond Salem, like I could tell that it's a, it's a faster moving show and there, there is a lot more things that are happening. At least things are happening. You know, and that's mm -hmm. what I, my thing is like, if I'm going to watch something, like, I don't want to be bored when I'm watching something because believe it or not, I hate getting on Twitter, trashing somebody's show. I just hate doing that because, but I, you know, you do it because like, for me, it's out of habit now. It's like, I've been watching it on the rest of since 1990, same thing with Bold and Beautiful. It's like, I've been watching out of habit, but now though, I'm like, these are habits I can easily break now because mm -hmm. it's not even worth it at my time. But Beyond Salem definitely was like a, here's my peak in today's of our lives. I'm like, okay, let me see what's going on over here. Because like I said, I was entertained and, you know, I don't really do the, oh, the, oh, this, uh, I don't do like the, oh, I love Stabby or Gabby or Mammy or whatever. The whatever ships, they want to call yeah. it. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. do the ships or anything like that. But, you know, if you have me watching where I'm like, okay, now what happened with so-and-so? Oh, mm -hmm. She's telling that that girl ain't her mama yet? She about to tell her tomorrow. Okay, I'm about to watch that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, and yeah. I'm like, I like sci-fi stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's okay to have that on a soap opera. You know, and, and sometimes things are a little campy. Every show mm -hmm. has their camp. Every single right. show has it. 
So I, I didn't mind that much of it. Um, yeah, I just they, they no. weren't they weren't they weren't. I would say the the Miami crew wasn't like, oh my god, I have to watch. But you know, it was. But still you were still interested a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I was still interested. Like I didn't like, oh necessarily god. enjoy it being a sister sister reboot with Abe as Ray and Shaq mm-hmm. back as Lisa. Um, yeah, but you know, overall, the part that I was invested in was Eli and Lonnie as these mm-hmm. very hardworking middle-class parents finally getting a getaway. And to me, that's realistic. That reminded me of my parents, you know, like we care about the kids. Lonnie was even like, oh my gosh, can I just go ahead and FaceTime real quick? And Eli was like, we can, but let's go have, you know, lunch with your aunt Paulina. Let's go explore this big beach house. Let's do this. Let's go, you know, rent a jet ski or something so I loved it for that aspect I will say that it was very classic days now that I think about it to have all of these jewel thieves to have you know sister Mary Moira and then have the Horton Carver aspect of it where it's very realistic storytelling and you know they're just talking about relationships so yeah it wasn't my favorite but I liked the realism of it that didn't seem like realism for the sake of realism. It still worked very natural into the story. Maybe this yeah, will help you yeah. guys. Look at Arizona. Arizona was about the gays. Florida was about comedy. Zurich was about the vets. And New Orleans was about young love. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. look at it that it way, very it, smart. Feels, it feels like it's a whole story planned out. And it is. I, I thought Florida was funny. I didn't really understand why they did the whole, oh, not Michelle, Michelle White, my friend. It could have been Michelle Obama, name drop, I don't care. But I didn't mind it. The only thing I minded was they got my poor Lonnie looking like a damn painting in the background. (laughs) That was my only caveat to that goddamn story. It was a little much when they all said, oh, we all thought you meant Michelle Obama. And she goes, no, girl, they invited me over for spaghetti dinner. <laughs> and, and not only oh, that, but you got weird. two cops, three, three, well, Abe isn't a cop anymore. You got two cops sitting there and they're like, give me the ring. Neither one of them stood up until they left. Went right when Eli got up and ran after that guy, I go, see, you leaving now, huh? You big and bad now. Well, we've he seen Lonnie and Eli. See, and Emmy, I'm glad you brought that up. We've seen Honey and Eli take down bigger situations before. Right. And much quicker, too. You know, Lonnie, that Lonnie would have taken her six-inch stiletto, stubbed that guy Mm -hmm. in his toe under the table. Eli would have butted him in the gut. Abe would have grabbed his box hair dye and ran. And, you know. Kristen DeMera could have taken those out, Mm -hmm. those guys out. Uh -uh. Uh-uh, Abe said Abe said, I am retired. I'm not in this. Abe said, I'm not going to do all that. Like, None of them help poor Paulina. Abe None said, look, I got my vaccine and I'm just going to sit here and enjoy my maskless restaurant. And, and I Abe, would too, hell. You've been on that show that damn long. I ain't doing Abe nothing. Was probably, Abe was probably my favorite part of the whole Miami thing. I love Paulina. I love Eli and Lon. But for James Reynolds to still be showcased as a heavy hitter. Yep. All this time. James mm-hmm. Reynolds is celebrating his 40th year on this show in October, and he better get a special episode. I want his special episode. Like, 
He's probably Ooh. the longest running African American character in daytime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want his special episode. I was going to say that. Yes, yeah. he's been consistently there since October of 1981. Remember mm-hmm. his That's interview crazy. where he was like, Except Thank you, Al Freeman. Thank you, Christoph. This is mm-hmm. for you guys. I shared this with you. That is yeah. a man who is Except just for, a class act. He is yeah, just for, as uh, iconic as a Marlena or a John. Yes, he is. And, yeah. and they know that. And that's why they did that. And that's why that's going to be the shining jewel in this story with Lonnie. When yep. Abe finds out that yes. Paulina didn't lie to him again and that this girl ain't his daughter. And, and honestly, how hurt Lonnie is. nobody Shane can cry like James Reynolds. Lord, mm-hmm. remember when Theo got shot and he said, don't you leave me that too. Was Emmy. That was, was like, his oh. Emmy reel. That was his Emmy reel. And since he won that Emmy, I've been so upset about this. I've said this before. Since James Reynolds won his Emmy, they haven't got gave a shit to do, really. Like, he hasn't gotten that type of Emmy. You know, material. but this story is going to be... But you know this what? story, yeah. I think it's going to be... Fun. And you know what? His it's special so episode... Brave. The truth needs to come out. Yeah, He needs to be Mm -hmm. devastated. He needs, you know, Paulina needs to try to explain it in a comical, funny way. And he can be like, no. And he needs to rush away from her. He needs to go to the park. And then he needs to start thinking about his life since he arrived in Salem. And go visit visit Lexi's headstone all of that stuff and do this beautiful special episode dedicated to the force the true force that is James Reynolds he, he reminds me of um he's in the vein of Oba Bubba Tunde for me of that yeah. caliber oh, of I love type Oba of Bubba actor yeah. you know because he's you know he to me he's he was one of the best additions even when he was a guest star on the bold and the beautiful since you know Susan Flannery's not there anymore and yeah. you know it's just like those level of characters, actors, you, anytime anyone has been on the show for that long, they have a, a skill set that they don't even teach anymore about acting. You know, those types of people are just there. They're, they're history. James Reynolds, you know? to me, I'm going to be real. He doesn't get the same credit, but James Reynolds, to no. me, in the class of Erica Slazak type actors, he mm. truly is. He is. Not once does he ever phone it in. James no. Reynolds takes one scene. I remember... He wasn't really included in even the disaster, which was weird because that was Lexi's benefit. But when he said, a toast to my darling Lexi, just one line makes me cry in a James Reynolds scene. And it's he's just so underrated. And, and that just Amazing. The acting is so good and he's been there for so long. And, mm-hmm. and he is on a very short list of people who can rein Sammy's ass in. Mm-hmm. Oh, even to this day she that. still calls him Uncle Abe Uncle Abe, Uncle Abe. And, 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 like, and there were only a few people that can rein Sammy in Caroline yeah. could get in her ass Ooh. Grandpa Sean Bo, Roman and and Sister Mary can. Moira also did Sister Mary used to beat oh, her yeah, oh, yeah, she, she, yeah, she used to pop Sammy with her roof every time she got too slick at the mouth all it takes for him to do is Sammy that raised eyebrow. Mm -hmm. Because to Sammy, that's like a father to her. Like Sammy trusts that man more than Roman. More than because he's consistent. He's been there with the two Romans. He helped Sammy. He helped Sammy to love herself, and that's more important. There was so many times where, because you know, Sammy and Lexi couldn't stand each other. They'll be yep. getting into it at that damn hospital. They'd be like, Sammy. I used to love those scenes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sammy. Sammy. 
Sam. They slept on they they sleep on James Reynolds, but he's been there performing. Hell, even Carrie still calls him Uncle Abe. Yeah, yeah. Everybody call him Uncle Abe. Oh, Marlena oh. call him Uncle Abe. Whenever I talk about him, I call him Uncle Abe because Carrie. And I Carrie. can't. Yeah. Oh. And he's the last. If you think about it, there's no bow around. Mm-mm. Roman's not involved in those adventures. Mm. Abe is kind of the last tie to that history because Abe was involved in those adventures in his tennis yep. shorts and them white socks he used to pull up on. Yeah, way. <laughs> like, like every him, time him, him and Roman were the OG heroes. This was before yep. Patch and John and Buck. Yeah, and he used to go on the Prism adventures and the serial mm-hmm. killer adventures and everything. And to have Abe now written as this dashing man with money and mm-hmm. with power. And to say to Paulina, you know what? I love you. Like, that is so amazing to see Black love from this generation on a show that we Mm -hmm. haven't seen in that generation since Angie and Jesse on All My Children. Right. Yeah, because I love Abe and Lexi separately, but I never bought them together. Yeah. I I, I never was a fan of Abe and Lexi at the couple. I bought Abe and Lexi together before Renee Jones joined the world. There was a Lexi. What was her name? She See, was more- I liked Abe and Lexi before she became a Demira. That's yeah. when she became a Demira. Yeah, I was like, yeah well, this Lexi ain't it. Side, this ain't it. This is a little. Lexi was always a. No, to me, to me, it's like he just always seemed too old for Lexi, and I get it. No, Renee Jones just looked damn good because they only ten years apart. Renee Jones was exactly. She I put used that cocoa butter. You know, even <laughs> Lexi, Lexi didn't even get married on screen. You I know. know. Like, right. First, she joined the show in the 80s as Nikki Wade. And they had right. that first yes, Lexi. Nikki, and yeah. then they were just like, oh, she ain't working. Go call Renee. So right. they brought Renee in as Lexi. And all of a sudden, you just saw her. And she was Lexi and her and Abe yeah, were married. Was, um, and then everything, everything started with Jonah and Wendy and everything. Right. And, um, and, and Brandon. Like, yeah. The whole yeah. Brandon saga. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the brand. And then Lexi, oh, Pope, and Bo, and those years. Best storyline. That was Renee Jones' best storyline. That motherfucking baby switch. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker was trying to keep Isaac from Bon Ho. Woo! Oh, I remember Lexi used to crack me up when she was involved in Marlena's possession. I remember mm-hmm. when Lexi was sitting bedside to that poor father who tried to exercise Marlena. And she was like, Father, tell me what it is. I need to report to the spectator what is going on with Dr. Evans. <laughs> I was like, Lexi, girl, she possessed. <laughs> like, okay, and, 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 can and I just say this one quick? told you, Celeste was just like, look, damn it. And you know what? Doom, darling. Doom. Yeah, that also harkens <laughs> to this same storyline going on with Lonnie because Chaz initially, I was, yeah. Lexi thought that Celeste was her auntie. Yes. She mm-hmm. found out that Celeste was her mama, was stepping over there. Right. I remember so the same thing going yeah. over the line. Same thing. Tanya boy, yeah, girl, she, she was I always she on Celeste, well. on Celeste until the truth came out. Oh God, I, I miss Tanya Boyd. I hope she's doing well. Oh, I, I will too. say, I think that I'm watching the flagship show. Every time they show Lonnie in her pajamas, she got a do-rag on them edges. I just want to say thank you, Days, because 
<laughs> we black women do not wake up. We got to wrap them edges at night, honey. And I know, <laughs> you know it what? looks like a small <laughs> yeah. thing, but let me tell you. No, that ain't Dave. That's those towers because they do their own hair and makeup now. So when she bad. wrapped her, her braids up, I said, yes, wrap them braids up. Yeah, 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 them I'm, so, yeah I'm so happy they let her have box braids. Right, that'd be a little too ethnic for daytime. That's a Unless summer. That's player. a summer. No, baby, time, that'll honey. be a little bit too ethnic for CBS daytime. Yes, well, uh, CBS. Yeah, no, no, CBS would let you have. Know. CBS would let you have braids, but your character couldn't read. You had to choose one or you the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying because you well, can have, no and have good braids. Uh, have bad hair, and you could read. Poor Amanda, it's, she's sweating in that weave. That weave is coming loose. Before I Amanda, I before I forget, I have to. It's a little separate from what we're talking about. I have to give a yep. special. The moment John calls Carrie pumpkin. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, when he goes up, he goes uh, pumpkin. I was like, oh, he takes me back. Yeah. Takes me back. And when John, I, oh my God, when John was like, can we all? Take some pictures. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, John, it. take John, the pants. for John, John is the one that raised Carrie. I know yes, Lola he was. is the biological mm-hmm. father, but John yep. is the one who raised that girl. Well, and Carrie runs yep. to that man yeah. every time to just yes. him up in a hug. And the way, oh my God, when John like brought her breakfast and he was like, this is for you, you know, I had to, you know, it was an easy excuse to get away to come see you. Like, oh. I fought. I follow this Twitter handle. I think it's called Those Were the Days. But they yes. call, they, mm-hmm. they play shout out to them. They are amazing. They, they are amazing. They play these old clips from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when Marlena fell off that building and then she was in the yep. coma, and a little Carrie goes to the hospital room to go. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Cry over Marlena because Marlena is Carrie's mama too. Fuck Anna. Yes, Marlena she is. Raised. <laughs> Marlena yeah. raised and, and Carrie's why, And that's why I, but I appreciate it though. Well, I know a lot of people, well, people who don't know the character of Anna, thought it was so right. silly that she wanted this jewel for all no. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's overcompensation. I'm like, Anna yes, just started being a mama 10 years ago. Yes, but I love right. the auction. Like, no, I love the auction. Like, Anna even... has always carried that. Even when she yes. thought Tony was dead for years, she always carried yes. that. Feel that I, was, I was young, I was selfish, and I was all about myself, and I left my daughter. She like, John yeah. ain't even her, her parent, and John is more of a parent to my daughter than I am. Well, and I loved when we discussed that. You know, Marlena said in the apartment, in Austin and Carrie's apartment, she said, Anna, I love Carrie, you know, like my own. Like, we share in our love for her as co-mothers, basically. But Mm -hmm. Marlena said, you knew John needed that for a mission. And you knew how important it was. And Marlena took Anna to task. And Mm -hmm. I loved that. They harken back to Marlena and Anna had these scenes years ago. Yes, they did. Um, was telling her how much she couldn't be a mother yeah. and how mm-hmm. guilty she felt. That- Marlena has always taken Anna to task, but it's always yeah. led back to, in my opinion, it's also led back to love between those two women, mm-hmm. um, which I hope is a friendship we continue to get on the flagship show because it's rooted in so much history. I like them frenemies because when I started writing uh, watching the show, Anna was not there. Anna came later and Carrie was not happy. Lord. She was not happy. I love when she hit that auction paddle and even Tony said, bitch, really? She stole it. And then, yeah, like 
if you don't know the history, you don't know why Anna did this. Anna did this because she wanted to be finally cool mom to Carrie. If mm-hmm. you don't know that, it doesn't make sense to you. And Anna looks like, oh, you yes, know, she looks this great. is a plot point. Exactly. But listen, y'all need to understand she is, Anna was doing what Anna needs to do. And I love, well, I love that's that what Anna the characters said. were Anna, acting like the characters. Anna you know? said to Marlena, she said, yeah. I needed to do what I had to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also love that even Austin brought up her outrageous bid. He was like a half a million dollars. And I know. It's for Carrie. I mean, yeah. Anna does anything for that girl. But Anna is guilty. And I wish they would mm-hmm. yes. That could yes. be an uh, Emmy story for Leanne. Mm-hmm. Is built behind the psychology of a mother. It's right. right. Leanne Hunley and Chrissy Park have hardly had scenes together. And right. And care. So they didn't have seeing... their first scene together up until like six years, five years. Yes. Yes. You wouldn't was... believe that when you saw them you... together. Yeah, so that's why I enjoyed seeing Anna and Carrie, mm-hmm. their relationship. Because you could tell Carrie, I mean, she loves Anna, but, but no, yeah. she, she still she's feels come, she's that... Come to, she's come to this conclusion that she's just like, that is my mother. I love her. Right. But... That's just, not she's like, I'm not going to forget. She ain't going to forget Austin. She's like, yeah. Austin, my mom's always going to show up and show out. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. go with you know what? Marlena is mom. Marlena's mom, Anna's mother. Period. I gotta say, overall, I think Anna was my favorite character of the whole mini series. <laughs> Truly, she brought funny. She brought mm-hmm. drama. Yeah, she acted like herself. Leanne Hundley said, "Look, okay, bitch, you're gonna meet five episodes. I'll meet you at the studio. What time?" <laughs> she came to play. She said, "I'm gonna take these D Hall's parking spot for this. I'm gonna be first on that call sheet. I'm gonna bring brownies for the crew." She was ready. I don't know if she's taking D Hall Sparkins about though, bitch. You getting carried away. D Hall probably gets you getting carried away. Leo was my favorite. He is, he just, oh my, I've never seen Greg light up before. Yeah. He was lighting up, Hunty. Oh, I I love it. I just loved him being just this sex craze. Like, yes. Leo will flirt with any man in his past. I love when they went to the drag club. And yep. Sonny goes, what is this place? And he goes, it's a gay club. I was like, shut up. Even when Leo met um, Peter Port, I was like, damn, you just trying to hump anything. I mean, he looked like he was going to get on Ricky. I was like, uh-huh. Kevin and Ricky, okay. And, and, I, love that they, and I love that they pointed out that Will and Sonny are born as a they couple. They kind of like, were, y- yeah. Y- y- y'all- you know, it's like, he was like, y'all need to think this was spicing up y'all life for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, y'all are born. Yep. Like, go out or something. Y'all I love when he came in. Yes, he on Twitter all the time. Ooh. Now, you notice those boys were tempted when he came in that shower. It took him Yes, long. they were. It took him a long time to speak up. I was like, okay. Now, now get out. Close the door. That's what we need to get Leo back. Because <laughs> at, we, yeah. we have all the hijinks and all that, but I will never forget before he had left and he thought that John was his father and he mm-hmm. wanted John to be his daddy so bad. Mm-hmm. And like, those were such great scenes that Greg Holmes really and Greg Rickard. Greg Rickard. Like, and I was like, Leo was like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he was like, I want you to be my dad. Are you sure? The one person John ain't father you know what? Honestly, I kind of want like a friendship between Marlena and Leo. <laughs> like, but he's gonna do her hair. 
he gonna do her now. Look, when the, Leo, when Marlena's possessed, Leo can be like, oh girl, I just got you a new cross necklace. You gonna <laughs> love it, sis. Uh, <laughs> He's so stupid. They're like, look. Oh, I can I can say that. No, but you know, that'll be too goofy. They went and that's no, they what I said on Twitter earlier. Mm-hmm. With them doing the demonic, uh, the demonic possession again, revisiting Ron, I don't need no goofy ass Halloween episode. Don't do nope. that. No, I've never liked them anyway. It's not a, we'll never anyway. it's not a Halloween episode. This is a long term. No, no, story no, no. Fun. What I'm saying is, I don't want a goofy Halloween episode in the midst of all this. Yeah, uh, Ron will do it. But Ron this don't know when to pull back. You know, it's already been filmed. That, that's already. And you know what? I got to be honest. I want when Jennifer comes back for the Horton Christmas tree hanging and it's supposed to be all nice and lovely. Take your thoughts about Melissa out of it. I've had to. Uh, but when she mm. comes back, I want Marlena to light that tree on fire like she did in 1995. I want it to be balls to the walls. You, Somebody going to need to die, too. I'm going to be real. Yeah. Somebody need going to get murked by a panthos. Probably Gwen. I wouldn't mind that. I'd be Hopefully. like, throw her Gwen needs to die. Ooh, she's she, she irking me. And Let I me know tell you something. So bad because Emily O'Brien has tried her best, but Ron's execution of the story is terrible. I love her. Let me like, tell you something. Kendall Hart has fucked it up. All you have to do, you've seen Dinah Marla. You've seen Kendall Hart. You've seen right. Carly, Carly Benson. Like, how can you fuck this up? That's because he pulled this out of his ass. How am this I watching? They came out of nowhere. They didn't know if Camilla Bannis was coming back. They needed mm-hmm. a bad girl. Because Gwen this was too, too far. at the end of her story. Mm. But they had to find something for Gwen to do. They needed somebody to poison Abigail. Well, so and now like, you uh, have now you have, you know, Matt Ashford back on recurring, so he's probably gonna die in a year um or six months. So no, again. no, don't no, don't no, but well, I, Honey, don't, I don't like... want him to, but you know, as soon as they drop that man to recurring, there goes his job every single time. No, they do that to that man every time he comes. No, let, let's just let's just hope they don't. And and with Jay, I think Jamie Jamie will fuck around and fight somebody at NBC. Yeah. Jamie's gonna, <laughs> Jay, Jay gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, I don't give a damn. Well, send Jack to Siberia for seven months. You don't kill uh-huh. them all. What's pissing me off? I'm serious. Jamie will I'm... open up his boundaries if they try to kill Jack. I'm okay, watching Jamie Charlie gonna have Gale. Albert Alar in a headlock. Say no, Jamie gonna, gonna turn into Jamie gonna turn into Marlena's panther and tear off all of King Corday's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm watching the Charlie Dale story where he's telling Trip, "Oh, you have the life that I let. I wanted. You have our mother's love." And then I'm watching Gwen. Oh, she has the life. That, uh, why are you playing the same story twice? Boo-boo? Look, it's literally it's, it is. Uh, it's two dull stories. Well, it was because you know. Uh, but you know, it's Gwen coming down. All wait Gwen till does this is, is over. And no, it wasn't really a dull story with Charlie. It's just that Ron using a rape as a plot device. I thought that, but it's not even. I thought rape. you learned it's your like, goddamn lesson with the rape. I thought there was something place. with Gwen a few months ago when Abby and Gabby kidnapped her in the Demerit Tunnels, and she went straight to Jack and she said, "Let me guess, you don't believe me because it's always about your precious first daughter, Abigail." I thought, "Shit, are we about to get like the Brooks sisters modern day version from the Under no. Restless?" No, but and I think. What messed everything up, Casey? Sorry to cut you off. What, what no, messed you're everything good, up, what, what messed everything up was Marcy Miller's maternity leave. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If Abigail would have been there, it did. It, it probably would have been a lot better. But they also did the same thing Ron does. It's a poor execution. They crammed so much story 
Mm-hmm. With, with Abigail and Gwen in a short period of time, killing off Laura for no reason. And then so the five minutes. I'm still not over it. Yeah, and because and then allegedly Jamie Lynn Bauer didn't find out until the day she was gonna be killed off that she was being killed off. Oh Kiss my, my ass NBC. No. She deserved because, better. No, Bauer her, is so iconic her, to this genre. No, like because her Bill and Mickey kept lights on at that bitch back in the day. And you mm-hmm. don't do And we already bitch. killed Bill off and didn't even get a special episode. Yeah, it's like it's ridiculous. Like, for what? It was stupid you to kill You killed of both of Jennifer's parents off who started the first big story on that show. And that's- they No, it could have been more effective. That's why I said the execution. Laura could have just been incapacitated. She could have had a stroke and they could have blamed oh God, Can you imagine and, Laura's and paralyzed and has a that stroke and she tries to get the truth to Jennifer and everybody else? That yeah. would have been great. And that would have made more sense as to why Jennifer's been in fucking Boston for the last six months. Yeah, so it's just like, house. Mm. it's like, no, she, she's been stuck in probate court with Mike over Laura's estate like she's Ivanka Trump. Like, what the <laughs> hell? I'm like, these and, are the Hortons. The, and they've mentioned before, Alice and Tom had all this shit worked out. When mm-hmm. a Horton family member dies, this is automatically what somebody gets. They already sorted that out. They mentioned that during Alice. Well, no, but, but at the same time, though, Casey, Bill and Laura have been divorced for 35 years. Like right. I mean, Laura's Laura's money wouldn't have nothing to do with Tom and Alice. No, but I'm talking have, about more like all that money with like this that. whole Mike stuff and, and like, like it's like Laura was a psychiatrist. Laura would have had all of that shit worked out. Her right. whole state would have been split 50-50. Mike gets fifty, Jennifer gets fifty. Or and I think they did split. work that. Didn't they work that out when Laura left the first time in seventy-seven to the Looney bin? I remember. Yeah. Didn't she tell Jennifer, don't worry, I have everything worked out for years and years to come? Like, she was meaning the will, the house, the money, everything. Yeah, like, she she got her divorce settlement from Bill. Like, she had her own career. Um, because, yeah, Laura was a mentor to Marlena. Right. Yes. You know, yes. um, you know, she had things in place for, for, for Jennifer and Mike and Jeremy and Abigail and JJ. She had things. She has everything, even down to Thomas and Charlotte. Like, right? He knows what everybody was going to get when she died. So wait, Bill died, and Lucas wasn't affected because I just, I just watched a scene where Jennifer found out about um, Jack and Kate and said, "You and your little fast ass broke up my parents' marriage," and so Kate wasn't affected either. This is weird. I'm confused. No, no, they know. No, well, what they did was to honor Bill Hayes' 50 years on the show. Yeah. They killed off uh, they killed off Bill because yep. Bill was connected to Doug's entrance store back in okay. 1970. Okay. So that's yeah, why they killed him. And then the two actors that played Bill are dead in real life. So they just okay. killed Bill off. Yeah, the only Jennifer, one that's still alive is that 53-year-old that played him for in 2000. <laughs> but but yeah. did they write, because I'm not there yet, did they write Kate's reaction? Yeah, they, yeah, Lucas's? they, they gave, yeah, they gave, oh, okay. they did, okay. but it, to me it wasn't Lucas enough. A little you know, throwaway scene, a little. There yeah, should have been flashbacks. There they didn't yeah, go to a funeral? They didn't go to a, a I'm not saying no, no, because. I'm not Jack, saying they Jack had to do. joined, um. They joined okay. JJ in Africa. Abigail too. I think they all went to Africa for like a week. Every white boy goes to Africa. Oh. Yeah, because that's where Bill was in Africa. But, uh, so, you know, uh, I just don't okay. understand. I'm not saying they had to do a 
full funeral because he hadn't been regularly on the canvas since the early 90s. But what they should have done at least Mm. is a nice scene with his family that's still in town. Jennifer Mm -hmm. could have had his urn and said, goodbye, daddy. And they could have done a nice flashback montage um, with, you know, a nice harp piano music as they spread his ashes. And then because that and yeah, I think they just should have killed Bill off. Like, where the hell is Jerry Verdon? Where the totally. hell is Robert New? You know, Jennifer could have ended it with the classic line, you know, in death and in life, these are the days of our lives. Oh, and there Lord. you go. You I mean, but, was, but 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 Ron has had a habit of that. You know, yeah. he takes these characters and he kills them off for no rhyme or reason. He did it with Adrian. He did it with Angelica Devereaux. He did it with Laura Hort. I didn't mind that he killed Angelica. I really didn't because that was a dud story that he ended up turning around. But these other characters that, like you said, Tiggs, Laura and Adrian and Bill, these characters matter. Adrian Mm -hmm. matters to this storyline. Adrian's her still brothers are on life. right. Her brothers are on the show. Yeah, that's what I said. 50, 11 children out there somewhere. Instead of right. this whole stupid ass Callista bullshit. <laughs> there should have been a situation where night before the wedding, age uh, Bonnie falls ill. And now all of a sudden yep. Bonnie needs a goddamn kid. And they find out that her and Adrian were twins. That's what the fuck they should Either be. that or, and, you know, they could have fallen ill and mentioned the BRCA gene again from when Adrian was going through her cancer. Yep. yep. Because this Callista mm. bullshit, they've turned Callista into Bonnie circa 2006. And then mm. they turned Bonnie into age with a little bit more. No. Honey, so <laughs> I don't know what season <laughs> they shopping for. Um, well, no, and, and that makes me mad was, because I know a lot of people are just like, who cares about Adrian? Adrian was never a boring, busybody no, character. They never. did that to Adrian. Like the, Adrian was Adrian scrappy and a fighter. My life. They did that to Adrian. Oh, Adrian used to disarm bombs. Remember when Angelica was about to mm-hmm. bomb the construction site? I mean, Adrian used to be the shit. And even you know when she came back when Will and Sunny were getting married, and she was going head to toe with Sammy. She said, you yeah. ain't gonna buy my house because I'm sending them to Greece for six months. Like She reminds me a lot of Tracy Abbott. I don't know why. That's what they turned yeah. Adrian into, yeah. When mm-hmm. Adrian used to be the Ashley Abbott, but they turned right. her Yeah, and it's her. just like, and it's like, they pretty much turned her into Maggie, and it's like, well, Maggie's still on the show. Ah! You know, they had, EJ, that's when Jane Scott was still in. EJ was so damn annoyed with her ass. Adrian was like, bitch, I'll kill you. Quit being out. <laughs> you know, I remember when Adrian said, way, you better quit. used to do Maggie back in the day. Because John couldn't stand Maggie. Because when Adrian and Tuscany Lucas were and together. And have dinner with Marlena. And she well, hello, John. Hello, Marlena. Marlena be all, and be all polite. Yeah. Like, hey, Maggie. John. You couldn't stand Maggie's nosy ass. <laughs> now, let's go to, oh, remember when John used to cuss at Maggie? He was saying, you a yeah, cunt, the Maggie. Reason, what yeah. you doing? Yeah, the only reason Maggie and John got cool was because of Bray. That's yeah, it. True. True. Because <laughs> Maggie used to be in everybody's goddamn business. When oh, remember yes. Billy and Bo's wedding with Princess Ugh. Gina and Alice whispered over to Maggie and she was like, Oh my God, I know that's hope. And Maggie said, Now, now, Alice, when we get home, we're going to take your pills. You ain't staying for this whole reception, baby. <laughs> Um, now it's Julie. You, 
You're an audacious little, little bitch. bitch. Oh, Lord. Julia, Susan C. Fortes is about to act. So Look, it's Susan real. C. Fortes is going to come at me in 3D through my TV screen. <laughs> Check your volume. Make sure your volume is very low for that day. Very low. She's going to be like... She oh, like a black good. woman in church with the Holy Ghost. I swear to God. Out of that scene, Ooh, when she found when Julie found out that David died. Oh my! I will never forget that scene. Oh my God! <laughs> Emmy and I talked about that two days ago. When she went <laughs> between that like, and that hospital scene with Maggie. Do you remember uh, when she looked at Hope and she said, "How could this happen?" I'm like, "Well, honey, it's the natural like, progression." I'm like, Susan, people, you never used to act like that back in the 60s. 70s. You remember when she looked, Susan got her big ass, she ran out of that park set, and all you saw was her purse <laughs> mouth. I'm right, Susan, you were Joe and the man on the universe. You were never acting like that. I know Bill Bell ran oh, your man. ass in for that. Little, little, little bitch. <laughs> anyway, Lord, and Sue, I was afraid Susan was going to have some back pain tomorrow when she did that slap because Julie leaned all the way back like she was throwing the pitch at a New York Yankees game. And she slapped uh, the shit out of Gabby. She okay. slapped her hair straight. She, she slapped the anti-vaccine. That's okay. <laughs> she, she slapped the Moderna vaccine in her. I Rodrigo, you up here being messy. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. She slapped the Make America Great Again hat off her new husband. I swear. She um, slapped COVID out of her. <laughs> yeah, she said, cough one more time. Look, she slapped the face mask on. Okay, anyway, so let's talk about Ooh. the um, Chaz, your raised eyebrows. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm in the bad side. I'm halfway there. I'm halfway there. Yeah, wrap us up, Casey. Let's talk, Alan. I know you got your porn to go look at with John J. Yaw. Ah! <laughs> so let's talk about. It's bad being hype, Casey. <laughs> I expected a fuck you, Casey. I was waiting. Yeah, me too. I expected. Wait, wait, what? What did Al say? It's bad me time, Casey. <laughs> oh my mm. Lord, did he say? Casey's the one he's running porn. So anyway, Lord, he said it's fapping time. Jesus Christ, child, <laughs> that needs to be the title of your memoir. It's fapping time. Stories from the chat and the pop break collar. Um, I can't look. He's gonna be the Candace Bushnell of soaps. Uh, so anyway, um, let's talk about the resolution to the big story, the big denouement of Beyond Salem. So they finally get all the gems together. They secure them. Andrew Donovan secures them um, in the peacock statue. And you've got Lisa Rinna. And um, who was she with? She was with uh, Shane, the real Shane. Uh, mm-hmm. Will the real Shane please stand up? So anyway, mm. they burst in. It's Ricky from The Young and the Restless. And it's, um, you know, they're ready to go. Guns are blazing. And then in the meantime, Carrie figures out how the jewels got into Austin's bag. And mm-hmm. she's like, I have an idea, which her idea turns out to be Kyle Graham. And so then it's revealed that Kyle Graham is really a cousin of Carly Manning's. And he is ready to blow the world up with drew donovan but then john and marlena bust in and they are ready to go but then carly Manning's cousin takes marlena hostage a finance <laughs> um marlena turns around with that gun lord when drew tried to escape when he realized that leo had switched for jim the green gemstone for a fake 
he runs out the door. Marlena whipped her hair around and said, not so fast. Hmm. And so anyway, <laughs> then it all ends with Lord Sebastian Alamein. It all ends with Lord Sebastian Alamein securing the gems for Alamania. Everything's mm. fine. John and Marlena make out and they're like, till our next adventure. So mm. uh, Emmy, let's go to you. What did you think of the resolution, that final kind of five minutes? It was a lot. So what was a high point for you of the resolution? And um, what did you think of it all together? The high point was Drew. I mean, I was shy. I, I literally, like I said it before, I was like, Kristen going to rip off that, that Shane mask. Watch. <laughs> I got this figured out. And he was like, oh, hello, brother dear. I was like, ah, oh, shit, it's Drew. Nappy ass. Elena got on her moped and she was ready to go. And Marlena was like, not today, Drew. I'll cap your ass. I, I need like, to, oh, somebody please, somebody please send me a screenshot of my doc holding that gun on Drew. Because Ooh, she <laughs> was, but the low point was the, uh, I call it the, you killed my father, prepare to die. That, that yeah. accent was not it. I'm sorry, Peter. You got a nice butt and everything, but you can't do it. Look, and baby. he was trying to say take Von that Lerchner. off. Your, he needs to take that off his IMDb as a skill <laughs> because he does not know how to do acting. He was trying to I'm say Bonlerchner like people say Worcestershire sauce. He was like, I mean, I was mad because I wanted him with Billy, and I'm like, oh, poor Billy can't get no good dick. She always got to get the crazy dick. Uh, it ain't never been right since Bo. And she um, had so much chemistry yeah, with him. But they had so much chemistry. The tango, the tango dance. The tango. Mm. But when he did the whole accent, that ruined it mm. for me. That was like, I was like, no, Ron. Like, you know, Scooby Doo. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a little soap. And it then was a I got to be until then, and then it was a Scooby Doo episode. This, this Lord Sebastian Alamein, I'm gonna be real. A, it either should have been Nicholas Alamein. Thank you. Um, or B, it should have been Vivian. It could have been Louise Sorrell's mm -hmm. Vivian. I got to be real. But she can come been, in with a motorized chair. I don't It care. could have been Vivian saying to Nicholas, oh, you finally brought these back to lead mm -hmm. Alemania to future generations. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know why this Lord Sebastian guy was not Nicholas. You don't have to create, you know, a whole new Alemania out of the zeitgeist. It reminded me of, and I'm going to say it, and some people get it, some people won't, oh well. It reminded me of a gem episode. Like, character came out of nowhere, and I'm yes. like, who the hell is this? Who the hell is you? Look, what, the what the hell? Nah. I wasn't feeling what, it. Um, one, thing, one thing I'll tell you, it was a history. If you didn't know mm -hmm. your history on episode five, Jamie mm -hmm. Giddens gave you a history lesson of what he knows about Dave. You know how I knew it was the Jamie episode as soon as he mentioned Ronan Farrow. I'm like, that's Jamie. There's no even because it was well written. You knew it was Jamie. Well, no, huh? because Jamie actually, what Jamie does is Jamie talks about the real world. He realizes mm -hmm. these shows don't need to be in a vacuum. So if mm -hmm. you're doing a record label story, Jamie will say, "Oh, I want to be just like Ariana Grande," like he gets the real world mm. as it is so yeah when will when he had a two-page scene about talking about release times of an article talking about 
how different publications will take his story and mold it into their own. That was Jamie Giddens with a journalism degree. I mean, I'm just whole, confused. The whole scene was Jamie. It had Jamie written yeah. all over it. Yeah. Like, oh, Marlena like, like cohesiveness and like, you know, everything with John and Carrie, that was mm-hmm. Jamie. Yeah, yeah, bringing up the Von Lushners, that was Jamie. Bringing up Frankie and, and Max and mm-hmm. Carl, that was Jamie. Alamania, that was Jamie. Princess Gina, that, all of that was Jamie Giddens. That, that, no. that one, Ron, no, because they, they say a story about Jamie Giddens. You goddamn right. Jamie helped them. I think like, Jamie well, Giddens yeah, was like the one who wrote, I'm convinced he wrote the Kristen Billy fight, you know, where they oh, were yes, going back and forth. I agree. Yeah. The only thing, the two things I was confused about. One, who the hell thinks Austin is smart enough to plan this operation? Girl, he's about as dumb as he... a bag of wet. Hair. Right, right. I mean, but like I said, we still left the fact that he's a forensic accountant. Right. So I'm like, what? <laughs> how are uh, how is nobody talking about how this um, swinger sex lady knows Austin? How she know him? How yeah. does no, she no, know no, him? No, because. She knows often because she she used to go to she, when they, she was in Switzerland. She was going to yoga with Carrie. But that yoga was with Carrie, mm, like I don't know. And you ever know that's what she said though. She was just like, yeah, I think she swung. I think because I think I she swung on that Austin branch. That's see, what, what I think. that would have been. You think, you think she was eating Austin's ass? Is that what you think? Yeah, she she ate that ass so. Carrie good. and Austin's conflict should have been this woman. What if Carrie and Austin were involved in an open relationship and had a threesome, foursome with the Faberge? Because remember that mm-hmm. girl's fast little ass said to Sierra, she said three is better than two, and mm-hmm. she started kissing up Sierra's arm. And Sierra was like, I don't really go that way, girl, but thanks. You know, the crab <laughs> Okay. Alan, Sierra I bet you enjoyed girl. that episode. I okay, see Sierra Alan. Sierra said, girl, uh-uh, honey, I like love nuts, girl. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, you know, there's a reason I eat the peanuts. It's because that's what I prefer, but you cute, yeah, though, yeah. you know. She was like, Amber Moore, I like your red hair. The dress is really good, but I'm all happy. Like, Y'all and man, well, crazy you know, enough ben, for her. Was ben, ben was about to risk it all. Because, like, if Sierra would have got down there, Ben would have fucked that girl. He would have fucked her. <laughs> right in that lounge chair. Well, right on that lounge chair. I, I, I was trying to keep up with the plan, and Sierra would have whooped his ass. Like, that all I saw was, was Sierra. Ain't, like, ain't all I saw was Ben. No shit like that. Ben started with his hands on his head, and those hands slowly worked in on Adrian. Okay. I was like, yeah. he was about to risk it all. Um, I feel so bad for Scott Bailey. That poor man wanted just a little, little something, something to wet his appetite, and she tied him up. I thought that was hilarious. When Sierra said, said, "Oh, "Oh, you bitch," when Sierra said, "Oh, I'm looking for props," I was like, "Is he about to get pegged on Peacock Television right now?" I was like, "Girl, ooh, it was sending me." And then when he said to Sierra, he said, "Oh, you like to be in control," and she said, "Yeah, dude, shut up." Ooh, I love it. She had a black voice on. She goes, yeah, dude, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I didn't understand, though, is why would he have hid that gemstone in his sock drawer? Like, why, like, right? Like, they was because normal people. Like, why, why it wasn't in a safe? They rich. She should have tried to days. break a safe, too. Like, Billy mm-hmm. should have said, here's this microchip. It can break through any safe. All you have to do is you only have 15 seconds. And that's what it could have been. 
Like, right. They could have come up with an ISA days way to get that gemstone. That would would have been. Uh, rich people would not keep jewelry like that in a fucking sock drawer. When right. they people coming in their fucking. He didn't even keep it in a lockbox. He just nope. literally had the ring laying on top of his gold toe dress socks, like <laughs> right next to his jock strap, his dildo, and his whip. I was like, he You're just had so it laying right stupid. there. You showing out? I can't with you. <laughs> Um, uh, so, Alan, let's go to you. High point, low point of the reveal, and what did you think of the resolution as a whole? Low point was fucking making the peacock into a fucking weapon. That was stupid. I don't care if it's yeah. 80 soap. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need some fifth tower to work. If you made it into a fucking weapon, why does it need fucking fifth? It makes no sense. They should have mentioned that from episode one. They, but they didn't. It came out of left field. Okay. I guess the high point was more of the gun because that was fun. Fuck yeah, it was. That should be a gif. Someone should make a gif of that. Yeah. Um, and then what did you think of the resolution as a whole? It was kind of weak, but as a, I liked the whole series as a whole, but episode mm-hmm. five was the weakest one of my five episodes. Okay. Um, and then uh Tiggs, did you go? I'm sorry, I can't remember because we all talk so much. No, I I, I didn't go. Okay, go um, ahead, babe. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing, the, the plot to destroy the world was all kind of hokey and the reason why Drew did and, and the reason why Drew did is because he lost his beloved Camilla and all this stuff. It was like, girl, your wife died and you just went that shit crazy. Okay. It's like, your wife mm-hmm. didn't leave you a Subaru or nothing? Like, you just... Right, uh-uh. it was just like, okay. You couldn't make dinner, you couldn't make fettuccine Alfredo and spaghetti. But I do I do love the fact that Leo being Leo, like, inadvertently saved the world. And he's just like, I was just trying to get me some coin, girl. But, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I like I did like the fact that they... I was like, gone them. are the days of Lucas Lorenzo Spencer. I'm like, it's about I, the gays. Yeah, it, it's just like, you know, I mean... Sonny and Will, I, I like I said, I do like the fact that they was just like, look, y'all born shit. And y'all need to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like John and Marlene and them taking all the pictures in Zurich and stuff like that. I I didn't really like that Kyle turned out to be a bad guy. I, know. I didn't mind him being a Von Lush. And he didn't need the accent. Why did he need yeah, the accent? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he I don't know. A, he could have been just Americanized. Like, I don't mind if he, yeah, I don't mind if he would. I thought it was a great tis, twist for having to be a Von Lerschner and talk about. Yeah, because Frankie asked for Von Lerschner's and they were still rats. So it's yeah. just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it could have been that. Carly like, was really the only prim and proper Von Lerschner. Yeah. Like, really, she was because they talked about that. They used to say, oh, Carly is the old generation of Von Lerschner. And, mm-hmm. you know, she. But, but I'm, I'm like you, though, Casey. Like, we didn't really need a Sebastian Alamein. I know it opens the door for other Alamein. It could have been a Nicholas. It could have been Nicholas, even though Nicholas should have been that old. And I Nicholas feel like be, Nicholas, should be Nicholas was 50 in 2002 when his ass was Yeah, 10. yeah. Remember I, that I guy? I don't know why mm. they did that. When Victor Webster was playing him, and of course... Victor Webster, yeah, that's right. And of course, Kate had to climb all over him. That was the beginning. I of feel like... Every, <laughs> they, they, Honey, I climbed all over Victor year old, And Kate Robert was 20 years. I would have really loved. I would have really loved an appearance from Louise Sorrell. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because like I, I'm pretty sure I'm sure she's in decent health for her age. Louise just turned oh, she is. Honey, Louise and yeah. I, we do talk, name drop, we do. Uh, but, but no, Let Louise me pick that up for you. Louise probably still ain't fucking with the code. She said, uh-uh, Yasha. Said, look, I'm gonna stay over here with okay, Louise, my Skype call. But but my whole thing, they could have did a video chat. They could have mm-hmm. had Sebastian there, and Louise could have came in on video chat like, I'm here to make sure my nephew Sebastian. And you know, have her dressed in this larger than life. Have her wearing, you know, one of um like a piece from the peacock or something. Like maybe well, she's in no, prison, well, Casey. No, well, no, she's in Casey, prison. She's in, no, she's in prison. They could have just put Louisa Royal in a state. Oh, but honey, be like, you know. and the, you know, Eileen Davidson knew Lonnie in the convent and they didn't bring that. Honestly, this could have been a chance for them to further some of their stories that they were stuck on. And so they could have gotten but no, Vivian out of it. Yeah, but no, no. I mean, yeah, they could have just mentioned Vivian at least. They didn't have to say anything. They didn't have to show mm-hmm. her. Because like, that was a whole waste of time earlier this year. I love Linda Dan. But that, that was Felicia Gallant taking a vacation to Salem, Illinois. Mm-hmm. No, the the whole story because you're gonna end up seeing it like you you watching it right now, and but the whole storyline yeah. with the kidnapping of the babies they had yeah. Yvonne. I'm not. It could have been a situation where Yvonne honey, it wasn't even Felicia Galan. I'm not sure what that was. I, I it was love, Ray Cummings. I, it was <laughs> Ray Cummings. That's who it fucking was. But yeah, it was just like they didn't need they didn't need Vivian. They could have had they had brought um Yvonne back because. You know, Louise said, girl, COVID's still going on. And this was before the vaccine. So, you know, they could have just been, had Yvonne take the babies and he was getting ready to take them to Vivian. And they could have caught him. They didn't even yeah. need Vivian. And then the whole, even even her involvement in the Kristen story was stupid. It was like, uh, what? Oh, here's, the, here's the thing. Don't do a Vivian story if you can't get Louise for it. Just going right. to be real. Just going to be real. Well, no, I mean, I know a lot of people didn't, but I didn't mind Robin Strasser because oh, Robin, yep. Robin was just, text. no, I, I didn't either. Robin had fun. Robin said, look, Louise ain't want to do it, so holla at your girl. It was, it was a little <laughs> much for me, like, but I, I will Robin, say. I preferred Robin over Linda. It was a so little much for me, Linda but Dano yeah. Didn't I didn't really but care Linda, for Linda it, Dano but I will say. And Vivian Alleman has never been passive. There is no and, denying and that's that another thing. That's another thing too with the with the current story on the mothership. They got Gabby doing all this stupid bullshit with Titan, and it's like, as long as Victor Kuriakis is breathing, bitch, you will never want Titan, never, and damn for sure not a Demera. But Jack is not only a Demera; he's an Alamance. All he got to do is go to uh, Statesville, sweet talk Vivian, and she will have Yvonne send him money to start his own company. Bullshit. But Ron ain't thinking about shit like that. But hopefully, with Jamie there, he will. Exactly. Well, because let's get Jamie back. And um, that Ryan Kwan gonna keep his ass on. Oh, I love Ryan Kwan. Shout out to Ryan, by the way, the unsung hero sometimes. Um, so anyway, let's get back to the rest of everybody's thoughts. Jazz, let's go to you. High and low point, and then what did you think of the overall wrap up of the story arc? It was great. I loved it all. Well, damn, Chaz, like, girl, I'm sleeping. I want to go see. I love Chaz said, right. yeah. Chaz said, take a little back time back. to enjoy the view. Uh, <laughs> Everything then, is wonderful. It's a really good show. I liked it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you getting that cute little sleepy voice to yours. We'll oh, get okay. You Chaz, Chaz sounded like it was his first time with, like, a, getting a lap dance. Ooh, yeah, I really like it. It was great. 
Yeah. Was, <laughs> oh my Can Lord. I have another one? Well, I love <laughs> listening to Rodrigo's Tide voice too. So Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Rodrigo be over there sounding like the Sandman and shit. Honey, he can put me to sleep or wake me back up if you want to. Ooh. Then, you, know, about, you know, somebody's about to turn 40, they're about to get to that daddy age. Okay, <laughs> look, you talked about Uncle Mac earlier, honey. You about to be Uncle Rodrigo, okay? Lord. okay. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the high, of course, anytime John and Marlena are doing capers and guns ablazing and whatnot, I always enjoy that. Um, yes. Another high was, you know, the Drew Donovan reveal. Because mm-hmm. I would never believe in a million years that Shane would never have had a reaction to Ben killing his granddaughter. And I was like, mm, Oh, and wasn't it perfect when yeah. Charles Shaughnessy, he still got some of his nanny comedic timing. When John said, what's Kimberly's birthday? He said, uh, ja- January 10th. <laughs> <laughs> right. So those, that was our high for me. Um, the low, I mean... Even the sci-fi goofy shit, I like that just because it falls in line with the show. I know what mm-hmm. the, you know Joe was trying to do with that, um, so it didn't really bother me as much. Um, but generally, as a whole, it wrapped up real well. I want that's why I want. I'm excited to see what the next Beyond Salem is going to be because um, you can really do a lot of stuff with. You know, either do other characters, or yeah. You could you could just do an ISA agent version, um, or you could you could do, do something with Doug and Julie. You can do something with Sammy. Some, you, yeah, every every yeah. character you could do some type of spinoff. Yeah, of. And, and it's um, one of those things you could yeah. you could introduce like Andrew Donovan. You could a- introduce reintroduce Jeremy Horton. And get popular actors. You could reintroduce, like Peacock, you know. Peacock got the money. They can pay what if, if they got Eileen Davis the money, they can pay somebody popular. Be like, you want to play? You want to play Andrew Donovan for like two days? We're gonna do five episodes in two days because you know King Cordet. We do five episodes in two days. Oh, honey, they shot that shit days? quick. Yeah, it was about. They did. They did not fuck around. Um, you could reintroduce like Melissa Horton. Um, mm-hmm. you know. There are so many characters to Rodrigo's credit. Days of Our Lives has hundreds of characters. Yeah, there's so many. Alive. They they can even they can go get Molly Burnett's fat head ass. We can deal with Melanie. Ah, no, 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 no. I mean, no. Say no to Melanie. That's but hey, look, 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 damn it, she's a von Luschner. Okay, whether we like. Let's just do that one more time. No, take no, it in the oh, Peter Port She's a von Luschner. Whether we like it or not, she's Carly's daughter. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. You know, get that Crystal Chappelle. You get Molly Burnett. Mm-hmm. You you cast the name as Nicholas. Like you, you get, can do some shit. You get Stephanie Johnson back. You can see what she's been doing. Oh no, she needs do. to be on the real goddamn show. You know what? <laughs> Wait a minute. That could be the next story. Somebody targets the children of all of your favorite day super couples. I love it. You get the, you know, mm-hmm. veterans there, you know, Steve and Kayla, John and Marlena, and somebody's targeting all of their children in a different plot to basically like Orpheus did, you know. Uh, speaking of Patrick, I was surprised they didn't involve Patch I wasn't. Why? You, you found Steveno and 
Mary Beth Evans Pilgrim dresses compelling enough to do a. I mean, no, don't you do that. Don't you do that. It falls in line. Don't you do that shit. Because the last motherfucking time they went to number one was because of Steve Renell Johnson, goddamn it, and Kayla Caroline Brady. Fuck that. You're not gonna do that, Casey. No, <laughs> no. Well, I am gonna do it because you know no, what? Not, As it stands no, off, because, yes, no, I am. Because, honey, they, I know my day's history enough too. But here's the thing: as it stands right now on the current show, some of y'all just got to go for broke. Soap Wiki John said it best: if they don't have your favorite, there's a reason for it, and that was one of the reasons. Well, no, that's because that's because they're not doing anything with Steve and Kayla right now. It's not because they're not popular. They're not doing anything with them. No and that's why I said story. reintroduce Stephanie. Don't nobody give a damn about Joey. Stephanie mm-hmm. is the No, heir. Joey can. Joey yeah. is the spare. Joey can go the way of the dodo. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. People care about Stephanie. You bring Stephanie back. She's she's like involved with this dangerous man. And and shit, she could be involved with, with God damn it, Peter Porte's character. Like, she could be involved with him. What if they messed around or some shit? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm here for that. I would love, you know, Stephanie brings him home, you know, for Christmas. She's like, mom and dad, I'm back. I have this great guy. Um, You know, he's fabulous. And then John, by then, has filled Steve in on everything from the adventure for Black Patch business. And that's when they go, oh, shit. And then- Yeah, because- he could have got off by on a technicality or some bullshit. Yeah, like and yeah, because he, he can't like, prove his real identity. I said, oh, something. Yeah, like. because like I said, Peter Porte, he's a, he's my age, and Stephanie should be my age. So like, yeah, that's what you do. Like, and then you get her pregnant, and she's pregnant, and she's going to give birth to a von Lush, and you name him Caleb after Caleb with a K, and and you have him going after her trying to snatch this baby. And see, it's hinging on him or her having that baby because it's a boy and it keeps the Von Lushner heritage alive. So he is after her because Nikki's an alimac. So he's one of the last like male Von Lushners. And because, you know, Frankie and Max don't want nothing to do with it. So it's just like, no, I need my son. Well, and Where's then there son? is kind of like an alimac target on that baby's back. You know, there's almost like this um, way of telling this very deep woven ISA story so yeah if they do shit like that I'm in for it I was talking about the here and the now of Kayla and Steve not working which is they don't write for them but if they do a story like that then you've revived one of the most popular couples I wasn't discussing their popularity of the past like I I said yeah they're the only super couple on that show that don't have grandchildren it's time for Stephanie to come pregnant by a dangerous man and it's time for Peter Port to come okay yeah, like, imagine that. And imagine them even bringing on Nikki Alamane. Imagine Stephanie caught between Nikki Alamane you bring Carly and Forte. She's, she's, she's like Carly. She's trapped in this. Like, she's trapped between a Von Lushner and an Alamane. And he wants his kid because he's a boy. He keeps the bloodline going. But Nikki is just like, well, I love you. You don't need to do all that. I'm an Alamane. We got the coin. So, yeah. you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, righty, let's see here. So, did everybody talk about their high and low points? See, we're so far yes. into this, I forget. Okay, 
Um, high point for me, Alan mentioned it. It was my doc with that gun. Uh, Lord, just, <laughs> she was like, John, I'm going to help you out, baby. Hmm. And she Ooh. was ready to go. I swear to God, if she would have fired that bullet, it wouldn't have made a popping sound. It would have made a mooing sound. Um, so then my low point, it was Peter Port. That just ruined that whole sexy, frigid, um, you know, agent for me. And I didn't buy this whole Shane going, Billy, your next order of business is to go out on a date, baby. Go ahead, girl. Kick your heels up with an alame. That made zero sense to me. That was so rushed. They didn't even have any chemistry. I think that Sebastian said two words to Billy. And all of a sudden she's like, I wouldn't mind you in my bed. It was weird. Yeah, it was I, weird. I didn't like that. Um, and then Peter, I get it. They had to shoot this very quickly. They did a great job. Everybody's acting was on point. Albert or Law needed to say to that baby, come here real quick. Come here. We ain't doing this Maria Arena Bell shit. You get your ass back on that set and you tone it the fuck down. It was a bit much. Um, other than that, I thought it all wrapped up perfectly, even though I wasn't a big fan of how much of a snooze fest the Miami story was still. I think their story, the Miami story to me, is the one that will lead into the show so effortlessly. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah. That will take no time at all for that transition to happen because it happened the most organically and the most honestly. Um, Overall, it was a fabulous show. We're all on board to see this again, and we are all on board to see the possession revisited um, on the flagship show as well. So it's going to be exciting. If you've stuck with us, if you've listened to this episode, just to kind of get a feel for what Days of Our Lives is, if you've only heard about it but never seen it, tune it in. You know, you can listen to our show. We'll fill you in on the history beats. Go watch Beyond Salem. Peacock. Yeah. Peacock has about a season available of days and it's free. It's free. free. The commercials, they only show you like three commercials. So don't even worry. And I'm doing it right now. Peacock needs to go ahead and get every episode of Passions. It's only nine seasons. Get every episode of Passions and put that shit on there. You get all the digital series from, you know, the Days app. Yeah, Chabby in Paris, The Last Blast. And and you, yeah, Days of a Lot known for 56 years, but they need to do a compilation. Yeah, do do story clips. Do what GH did for like the, the, the best 10 episodes of each year for the last 30 years. You put all three of those goddamn primetime shows on there. Yeah. You give the top 10 episodes of 1995. Do the best, you know, do the do, last just do the 90s. They can just do through the 90s or do from 1985 to 1995. Yeah, start doing what the B&B YouTube yeah. channel is. The B&B YouTube channel is now showing every single episode. And they started with collections. They were like... um United uh, Emirates remote shoot. Do that with days, you know. So do, uh, and they could do that. They could do a Bowen yeah. Hope collection. John and Marlena, Patrick the wackiest caper. So do yeah, uh, an they, episode they of Carly Buried Alive. Do, um, do Marlena Burning. Yeah, even Carrie and Austin. Like they can do all of that. Hell, Bowen Billy. Bowen you could Carl. even do a social do issues playlist and have what some of their most remarkable, well-told social issue one episode. That's it. I mean, do. 10 episode collections and there you go and you know what if you want to make three of them for free and say hey this is peacock premium like they do with some other shows so 
if you want to view the best weddings, maybe do that to get people interested. Yep. You have to sell your product. Yeah, and then and then you can also do little voiceovers or interviews. Christian Alfonso will come back for that. She ain't oh, got to deal with Ken Corday. She'll do a 10-minute Yeah, she, she ain't got to deal with Ken Corday or Albert Alar. She can come back and deal with some executive. Do John and Marlena's NBC. first wedding and have them commentate the whole way through. Like, say, Deidre can say, oh, you know, I remember when my heel broke before I came down the aisle. Yeah, it could be like a pop-up video type of thing. Yeah. 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 Like, imagine, imagine Allison Sweeney and Chrissy Clark recapping that damn wedding with Carrie not the Where fuck the, out she of punches her, yeah. Oh, yes, like that. The shit out or, of her. or even them bringing back Renee Jones and her recapping all that scheming she did to keep Isaac from going home. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like that would be great. I mean, the only motherfucker you can't ask is Melissa Reed. You can't ask her about Peter Blank. Now, well, Lisa Renna, you know, Lisa Renna can come on, do Billy's best moments, and be like, Billy should have owned it, owned it. And oh, Lord. Yeah. Or, or it could be a situation where they could be showing Krista Allen's Billy, and Lisa could be like, Krista, I love you, girl, but I'm going to play this scene a little bit like this. Oh, my I'm God. Tiggs, that blah, would be. Blah, blah, blah. See, they'll do that shit on The Young and the Restless, you know, when they sit Michelle Stafford down and she's like, I'm back and let's look through Phyllis's seats. Oh my God, my hair. Mm. You know, they'll do that with The Young yeah, and the Yeah, and, and they, could, they could ask Lisa, even with Lisa, uh, with um, Julie Pence, when, when Billy slept with Nick, like, hmm, how would I have played this? Because I have two daughters yeah. at home. Do a how supernatural collection. This? You know, Christy Clark saying, oh my God, the magic carpet. You know, you can do that shit so easily. And you know what? It doesn't take long to transfer. The biggest problem with reruns, the soap excuse always is, oh, it's so hard to transfer those to digital. No, give me $5 and a Pepsi Cola and a sandwich. I'll get a hundred episodes transferred for you in a month. It's like, okay, give me, not give the me Pepsi the Pepsi Cola. No, no, give me the sandwich you get to them goddamn focus groups. Yeah. yeah. To make them stupid ass decisions. I'm like, Casey Casper's Casey Kasperzik has an episode available every day for you from 1987. You think it's that hard to transfer those episodes from tape to YouTube? Yeah, like, like they can do that. Like Peacock can do that. Help Peacock, NBC, holla at Procter and Gamble, and you tell them motherfuckers, we need another word. Not every episode, but like 50 of the best episodes of Another World. And I guarantee yeah, you can do the animation the fucking roof. Yeah. That's what you do. Hell, you mm-hmm. can even go to the Dobsons. We need a little bit of Santa Barbara real quick. Well, well, actually, you do that? no, Disney owns Santa Barbara. Oh, shit. Because if you trace New World Television, Disney bought out New World a long time ago. So Disney actually has the rights to Santa Barbara. I mean, well, them motherfuckers too. Mickey because Mouse got Santa. Yeah, Mickey Mouse got my Santana. <laughs> because Hulu oh, I'm drunk. Hulu can do this like they have everything going on with Nixon Falls, like, and you have, you know, some of your favorite GA stars, Lucy and 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 Bobby and you know Felicia and Mac. Why aren't they going to Corinth? Why aren't they going to Pine Valley? Why aren't they going to Landview? Do you know how much it will mean to the fan if you did this? Imagine if it was five episodes in Pine Valley, just to see everyone and make sure everybody's okay. Like that, just shit like that. Oh my God! Can they you imagine Anna? 
Anna goes to investigate a crime that takes her all the way to Pine Valley for five episodes and she bumps into David Hayward. And you know what? You let that Leo Richardson guy write it who was going to give us the reboot uh, that was supposed to be on ABC. Let him take care of it. And then it's perfect. Um, Anyway, with that being said, what a discussion this has been. You can catch Days of Our Lives uh, weekdays on NBC, streaming exclusively on Peacock. And you can watch the five-part miniseries about an hour each an episode, just about, um, on Peacock as well. Um, With that being said, Emmy, we'll start with you. Where can they find you on social media? Miss Emmy Morgan across all platforms. I just reposted some new videos on TikTok. Go laugh. Wonderful. And then Chaz, what about you, dear? Where can they find you on the Twitter? At Mr. Two Talk. Awesome. Rodrigo. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He said, oh, okay. like, Sam's through the hourglass. Oh, okay. Don't want to Mr. Like ready. He tired, y'all. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Man alone. okay, before <laughs> Rodrigo, hold on. I need to ignore B&B and wine on tomorrow while I'm at work. Leave me alone. I'm I got to get school. Rodrigo's Twitter handle before he falls asleep on his couch. Yes. Rodrigo, where can they find you, my baby? You can find me at Rodrigo's World 81. Alrighty. And Alan, where can they find your ever so beautiful and messy ass? My ass, Casey. You can find me on Sarath. Uh, I have laundry to do, so I'm going to go now. Bye. <laughs> well, damn. Oh, 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 wait, like wait, 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 wait. What did Alan say? He, he said he had laundry to do. Yeah, Alice said, I got to make donuts for Jennifer. And oh my gosh, I've got to get Bill's lunch back yeah, for work. Yeah, y'all, y'all, know, y'all know he be still doing with that cat in that, in that scene of paper towels in the background. <laughs> y'all need to stop. I cannot <laughs> with you. Ticks, my baby, my one and only, my one true love. The John Wait, what happened to Rodrigo? Hold Honey, on. Rodrigo was too fast with his ass. Um, uh, Ticks, my dear, where can they find you? At Breed Raw 85. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait a you minute. You idiot. I can't. No. You, Wait. you can find me at the Ben Master Part 2. Amy, you shut your ass up, girl, because Wait you know what the hell Breed Raw is. And Rodrigo, I knew. That's Rodrigo, what was like. Rodrigo, Rodrigo became awake again. Rodrigo, oh, Rodrigo said, I can do another 30 okay. minutes. Tag me in, coach. Um, okay, Rodrigo said, who in the scene what? is a venom? Well, is I know. Me and Tiggs go way back, so I know about. I know Tiggs and I. We like the same things. I'll just say that. I'm, okay, uh, we both baby. And I've done this show with y'all too long. Don't play. Well. Um, you can find me getting possessed by Rodrigo's voice, like Marlena oh, with this ball. Oh, <laughs> you can find our show at the chat underscore podcast on Twitter, and then on Facebook, we're at the chat show podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Look, we say a lot of shady shit, but we love these shows, and we'll see you next week, baby. Poor Robert. Uh, good luck, Brianna Cole. Henry. Yes, luck, Rodrigo, baby. we'll talk about it next week to get your Good luck, baby. I love you. Good luck, baby. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, Look, God. Rodrigo over here going, Brianna, you is smart. You is kind. You is uh, Oh, Lord. All righty. Bye, uh, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. bye. Thank you.